episode 166. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Are, are, are you ready for the only podcast hotter than a human torch? It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jake. And, and we're, we're the, the Leftovers. leftovers. Stop. Hey, my time. All right, yeah, this, uh, woo! Yeah, we're Fire. <laughs> Lots of, like, we're gonna be talking about, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer. Yeah. In Marvel News. That shit mm-hmm. is some hot news. Just fucking dropped. Yeah, just today. Uh, man, the way you said that sounded like a turd. <laughs> <laughs> hot news. Hot news, and it just dropped. <laughs> Burn when it came yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, it, it came out fast. Just, just flew out the anus. <laughs> James Gunn ate some fucking Long John Silvers and then just fucking got that shit out James fast. James Gunn. the shoot. James Gunn, more like ass cannon. <laughs> James ass cannon. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Bluey. Yeah. So yeah, right. so yeah, we're gonna be talking about that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two official trailer number one, not that uh, fucking uh, shit we got earlier. And it, and it wasn't fucking shit. It was, we Tupperware that? I, mean. I know. Yeah. You know, it's shit now. It's shit now. <laughs> it's shit now. All right, I do want to start off the show uh, thanking some Patreon pledges that I did not thank uh, Brian Fuchs. Uh, looks like it's spelled Brian Fox. <laughs> F-U-C-H-S. Brian Fox. I'm gonna that, call him Brian Fox. That's fucking awesome. I like Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox. <laughs> imagine, go, imagine being in like, uh, the, uh, imagine being in like the doctor's office. Especially for like, uh, for like, uh, I don't know, getting, getting snipped or some shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Fox. <laughs> Mr. Fox, you're gonna be able to do this as much as you want to now. Not worry. Worry, Mr. Fox. What if the doctor fucks up and has to be the one to tell Mr. Fox he can't fuck anymore? Oh, man. <laughs> that, that would be fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, we got to n- not record this and start writing a screenplay. For Mr. Fox? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the two worst jobs to have with that name would either be Catholic priest or uh, sexual abuse counselor. Uh, I was thinking preschool teacher. <laughs> that, too? Mm. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank Dante Serechia, uh, Philip Gilet, and Tim Schofield. Why so. are you thanking these dudes again? What the Patreon. Fuck? No, I, I know. Oh. I'm just, I was just, I was oh. just joking. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> well, I'll never do that again. <laughs> Somebody bringing out the big comedic guns this week, Mr. Jake Elliott. Wow. I'm sorry. Hold on. No. If, hold I was on. trying to give you a lead in to say Patreon Hold on. If, if, no, if, there was a, if there was a fucking Mount Rushmore... <laughs> If there was a fucking Mount Rushmore of comedy, it would be fucking uh, John Belushi, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 fucking uh, George Carlin, and Jake Elliott. Boom, right there. Yeah, I think I replaced Bill Cosby. Yes. <laughs> Something hot and sticky got served up tonight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here. Um... <laughs> I'm I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> I was trying to give you I, I was trying to give you a lead in just to say Patreon again and Frank and you were both just like <laughs> It's Patreon, you but idiot. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Sorry, we didn't no, we didn't see we didn't <laughs> we didn't see the master at work. <laughs> no, that was I, I shouldn't have done that. No more phony lead ins for me. Telegram. <laughs> just oh man, Jay, goddamn no, we ruined it for you. I'm sorry. It was masterful, sir. <laughs> Thank it you. was masterful. I tried. You know? I tried. Jesus. No, it was like it was like watching Beethoven. <laughs> you know, so stop like, it, stop it. No, no, no. Like me and Frank, we're like chimpanzees just banging on, we're just we're like chimpanzees banging on keys over here and you're fucking making music, you son of a bitch. All, all the flattery makes me uncomfortable. You, no, no, you're like fucking Shakespeare. I'm like Kevin Smith over here writing a shit movie. You're fucking you're changing the fucking world, man. Nice, nice. I we try. fucked it up for you. I try. You I son try. of a bitch. <laughs> I'll try to lob another one. We'll try to out, we'll alley oop this shit later. Uh, Jake with the assist. Ah, uh, Brian missed the goddamn dunk. You missed the dunk, you son of a bitch. I gave you a perfect alley oop pass, and you missed the dunk. How do you miss the dunk? Yeah, poor Patreon. Trying to go all Dominique it's, Wilkins with a tomahawk jam, jam oh, slammer, and I fucking missed it. Looked like an asshole. It's, it's the Patreons that really suffered there. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> like, I'm paying for this shit? I know. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Wow. Oh, God. thank God I'm paying to keep this shit on the fucking air. <laughs> Good thing I lost my debit card and got to change numbers. <laughs> Uh, I want to. I want to announce to everybody. I'm going to be doing a new podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing uh, PCL. I'm doing the second rate super fans. I'm doing the Sweetwater Saloons. I'm doing the uh, Talking Taboo coming out. I'm also going to be doing Legion, the podcast uh, about the FX show Legion, uh, directed and written by uh, Noah Hawley. Uh, he's the guy behind Fargo on FX. I think this is going to be a great series. It's only eight episodes for the first uh, for the first season. I'm going to be doing this with uh, Mr. Jimmy McKnight of the Ninja Starship Podcast and Will Blattman also of the Ninja Starship Podcast. Cannot wait to fucking talk about this goddamn show. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Love mm-hmm. Jimmy McKnight and the yeah. Ninja Starship. I yeah. was on there just a couple of weeks ago talking about some fucking WrestleMania shit. I know. Survivor I, Series hold shit. Hold on. I know. I fucking listen. The, uh, the difference between me and you is I listen to my fucking friends on other podcasts. <laughs> I, can't, I can't deny that. You can't deny that because, like, I fucking care. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be supportive. Trying to support my friends. Yeah. You know? I got love for my friends. If my friends are involved in something. Like, if Frank was out fucking playing, like, a little soccer game, I'd, uh, I'd show up. I love you, too. Don't tell me that I wouldn't, Frank. <laughs> no, you would. You, you did that fucking Twitch thing a yeah. while back. And guess who guess who showed up yeah you were there what i was laughing yeah. about was the idea of me ever running playing soccer i know but no like if we, if, it, if i compared this to like you know frank playing basketball or soccer i was at your game you know like you know it's like mom didn't show up but your aunt did 
Yeah. You know? Jake is like that fucked up <laughs> abusive mom that doesn't love you. You know? Oh, I'm a terrible person. She's it's the different. one. You're never going to be good enough. <laughs> I listened to half the first episode of Sweetwater. Oh, fuck Oh, off. Jesus. <laughs> fuck you. I'm bad. I just, I just never have time to listen to that much shit. I have like the same shit I listen to every week. Oh, I know you do. Yeah, I, I ask you to tell me what's going on in the Big Brother podcast. You're going to tell me all about that <laughs> fucking shit. I could, I could. No, all I'm asking, I'm asking for my own Big Brother, you son of a bitch. I want my own Big Brother. I want you to be my Big Brother. And I want you to be like, oh, Brian, I listened to your fucking shit. You did a great job. And I'm going to be like, thank you, Big Brother. Thank okay. you. But no, you're too, you're too busy listening to the actual Big Brother podcast. <laughs> sucking the, sucking the cock of those fucking assholes. That is, that is probably true. Bunch of people in a fucking house doing stupid <laughs> shit. I will try to show you more love in the future. What a, I'm in a, I'm in a rare mood today, guys. I'm sorry. I've had a <laughs> shit fucking week. So if I take it out on you guys, I apologize. Don't apologize. Frank to is me. scared to fucking talk. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, 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 no. I feel like mommy and daddy are fighting right now and you're, you're the kid in the hallway and you're little PJs. No, I'm just watching. My my feelings are hurt. I mean, I, my feelings are hurt that your feelings are hurt. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. no, it's all for comedic sake. Like, oh. you, you, like, 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 really? Do you think I'm mad? No, no, <laughs> Jesus Christ, no, Jesus Christ, no, 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 no. I don't think you're mad. Oh, I've seen you mad. This I, is no, far from mad. Yeah, I've, you know, and I've seen the downloads for Sweetwater. I, I, I don't think we really need Jake's one download. I think we're doing just <laughs> fucking fine. I still download. It. I, oh, thanks. Oh, you got yeah. that? You got that? Hey, Brian, I'm just racking them and stacking them. You know. They're just sitting on my fucking iPhone. I ain't gonna listen to the fucking things, but you're getting my download. They are, they are. To be, to be fair, I'm four episodes behind on Sweetwater or on Westworld anyway, too. Oh no, yeah, hold. On. To be fair, I'm four episodes on. I'm four episodes behind on Westworld. I'm fucking nine episodes behind in your goddamn podcast. <laughs> no, 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 that is true. That yeah, is true. Westworld one, uh, Sweetwater zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's got you there. Oh man, Jesus Christ! But if yeah, Big Brother, if, if somebody farts on that show, you're gonna fucking download that podcast you should do a big brother podcast <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's what i told mirrors to do if you wanted me to listen <laughs> start a survivor podcast Jeez. i'll check it out survivor podcast <laughs> uh, yeah i get myself kicked off of that show on purpose mm. the fucking shit that they gotta do nope Mm-mm. i cannot rough it at all That'd be fun to watch, I guess. I bet I'd be the I like get vote me the fuck out first. I will get secrets and I will tell them. Yeah, to we you. tried to vote you out of this podcast. <laughs> no, he had a hidden immunity <laughs> idol. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bastard. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna like usually like here. Here we go. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. Uh, I'll bring up something. You guys ain't got nothing to bring up. No, Nothing. no, no, no. You don't want to even hear what I have to bring up. No. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No. no, no. All right, guys. I guess uh, I guess we're going to move into uh, some good pop, bad pop for this week. All right. It's time for more leftover reviews with good pop, bad pop. Good pop, bad pop. It's where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read. Sometimes we rate these things. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, we want you to be familiar with our rating system. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. A Tupperware party. Yeah, so classy. Oh, a Tupperware party. 
All right, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, Toss It Tasted Tupperware. It's the old fucking rating system. When's the last time we fucking celebrated a Tupperware party? Uh, Jesus. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> Dr. Strange. <laughs> No way. No way. Photographic memory. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That um, delivery was more entertaining than the rest of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah, keep drinking that wine, Frank. What do you got? What do you got? Barefoot? Yeah. Yeah. Moscato. That's some good shit. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the barefoot. Yeah, I drink their champagne. I love it. You know, I like champagne. Too, Too many bubbles. And see, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not like a wine snob or anything. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It's on sale. Whatever. Get it. It's in a fucking box. <laughs> I'll fucking drink it. <laughs> I used to get what is it? The Franzia. Yeah. The Franzia. Yep. In the box. You get that bag on the inside. Yeah. Just get no. Get yourself a fucking fancy bottle, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Buy the fancy bottle off of eBay. Just the fucking fancy bottle, and then just pour the Franzia in the oh, fancy bottle. That's... Nobody's. Yeah, nobody's going to know the difference. That's it's smart. True. That's smart. That's what we used to do with like when we had keg parties. We'd buy like the expensive beer first, mm-hmm. and uh, the second keg would be full of fucking the cheapest shit we could get. Because <laughs> the by the time, yeah, by, yeah, it's fucking filled with like yeah, the beast, the fucking like natty ice and shit. Oh shit! <laughs> the first one would be you know decent shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Decent for us was Bud Light, but anyway, <laughs> I mean I'm talking about better beast. than the beast. Yeah, yeah, it's better than the beast. Not you know, light, yeah, yeah, but everybody would be so fucked up. After the first keg, right? That by the time we got to the second keg, it didn't Can't fucking taste. matter. Yeah, you're drinking yeah, Natty Ice, including yourself, honey, right? At that point, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. You even knew you were drinking the fucking swill, and you didn't give a fuck. I didn't yeah, give yeah. a shit. Yeah, I remember back in the day, those house parties, like people would actually make like actual like shots and sell them and shit. Yeah, back in college, you never see that now. Would oh, you? I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. it's still happening. You're just not in that circle. We're, uh, not, we're not in that. Yeah, that's we're true. Not, we're not a that's part true. of that anymore. I just, it, it'd be my luck that the fucking cops would come by and be like, so what you got going on upstairs? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's see here. What, what do you guys got? I, you got something? Good pop, bad pop. Yeah. I know for, I know. we got something big. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 came out this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been playing on PS4, and Jake, you got it too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fears and concerns about this game because there's a lot of things that it, it was breaking from that were traditionally parts of Final Fantasy, like turn-based combat. And even though 13 didn't have it, uh, it, it had some kind of wonky system all on its own. And also there's an open world where you don't have the story directing you right off the bat, you know, like most of them do. It's not really a linear. Yeah, you've, um, been, you've been freaking out for like six months. Yeah, I've, I was, I've been all fucking down on this shit because I've played the demos and I didn't like the demos. I didn't like how the battle system worked and they had camera problems and shit like that. And I wasn't going to get it. And then I watched that Kingsglaive movie. I'm like, okay, this, this was quality enough to where I'll go ahead and, and pre-order it. And I did it digitally that way. I couldn't back out of it. And I, I got to say that I was, I was about as surprised as I could be, uh, with this game. Uh, I absolutely love it. There's not, really any part that I, I can't stand. The story's a little on the slow side. I'm only about 20 hours in. But it's not anything that is disengaging. In fact, it's the world and the character's personality and everything like that that I, I love. Nothing feels like a chore in this game. Um, any of the side quests, the little missions, and the uh, uh, mini-games like pinball and fishing, all those are top-notch, really fun, and not overly complicated. I tupperware the shit out of this game. Yeah, yeah, this this game is pretty great. I'm going to give it a high taste it just because I've only played about five hours of it, and I really haven't gotten into the story side too much of it. I just kind of got let loose and just been kind of fucking around for five hours. 
But wow, this game is so fucking charming. Like the characters are just super cool. Um, the music is super fucking amazing. Um, there's like a moment at the beginning where your car breaks down and you're pushing your car and like stand by me comes up while you're doing it. Yeah. And it's just like, it feels like you're like playing a movie. Like it almost, I don't think since Final Fantasy seven has the first like hour of a Final Fantasy game captivated me so much where I was just like, wow, this is, this is something really crazy going on here. And just the way the game is structured is just really neat. You have, is it four main characters? Yeah. And you get them all right away. There's no like bullshit where you're like, you got to meet up with each guy and it takes like fucking 20 hours before you have your whole party. You're like, you have your whole party within 10 minutes of playing this Hold game. Hold on. I don't understand. Like, so your car breaks down and then you start hearing stand by me. Yeah. Well, it's the banner. It's, it, 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 atmospheric. Yeah. Like, showing these guys like be buddies and hanging out. And- They're busting each other's balls. Too. it's fun okay yeah it's just right. lots of time for character building mm-hmm. like the plot is slow i didn't know if you just like start walking the train tracks and you're looking for like a dead guy's body <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no like the, the cory feldman shows up <laughs> <laughs> yeah will wheaton's there Kiefer sutherland's a badass <laughs> we find the dead body and we find out where jay's been yeah like the story beats are fucking him the the story beats are slow like the actual plot but there's, yeah. it's never boring. Like the characters are super entertaining and always like talking and tons of banter with each other. Yeah, wow, are you guys? Are, did you guys? Did you just give us an iTunes review? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, because our audience hasn't. <laughs> None of them this week. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. But yeah, this I, it, it's really cool. I, I fully expect a Tupperware this game. I just I really Final Fantasy really hinges on that second half. Like, mm. it can really make or break a fucking Final Fantasy game. And so I really need to get to that, like, crux of the game. To well, you can rate, like, what you've got so far. I mean, so far, it's a, so far, it's it's a Tupperware, honestly. Okay. But I, I'm not sure if the game as whole will be. Like, I'll have to report back. Okay. I will say that after... One of the things that, like, used to be a part of all the Final Fantasy games was... Uh, like random enemy encounters and shit. And sometimes when you talk to the NPCs, they say the exact same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, even after 20 hours of this, it's still doing things to surprise me and keep me on my toes. That way nothing gets boring. Uh, like the dungeons actually feel like dungeons. You go into a cave and all of a sudden it's like a giant sprawling. How many dungeons network. have you actually been in? Three. You've been in three dungeons. Oh, you mean like me personally? <laughs> yes. No, none. None. All right. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm in the in the game. I don't. Uh, yeah. It's like, can you call yourself a dungeon expert? <laughs> in terms of video games, I'd say probably. Okay. Cool. Okay. But um, just the way you said that, the dungeons feel like dungeons. <laughs> like um, I feel like I'm being transported <laughs> back well, to my original dungeon experiences. Yeah, it's like I'm in the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> well, like n- nowadays, I mean, people are so accustomed to certain tropes in video games. Like you, fucking Count of Monte Cristo over here, <laughs> yeah. talking about his dungeon experience. You enter into a, a dungeon or you know uh, some other castle or some shit, and like a lot of times it, you don't feel tense you don't feel pressure like oh shit what's gonna happen yeah and in this like the fourth one or whatever you get into and even though it's a little later on in the game um it gives you shit that you don't expect like you in previous dungeons you got some spots where you crawl through a tight space or like you got to wedge yourself between some rocks and i'm in the middle of going through one all of a sudden it starts pouring enemies out at me i hadn't done that before so it kind of made me jump a bit and uh only recently did i get the ability to summon (laughs) 
like aeons. I'm not real familiar with the exact term that they've got in this game yet because they're always a little different. Yeah. But like I summon Rama or Ramu or whatever, and it was nuts. I did that last night. I couldn't help but share the video on my Facebook page because this giant fucking godlike thing comes down from the sky, picks you up in his fist like King Kong, and then holds you close while he zaps the fucking countryside and like trees are burnt and shit after it's done. This, this game's a technological masterpiece as well because even though you have a decent amount of load time when you first load into the game, but there's no other sections where this game is broken up, going in and out of dungeons, in and out of the car. You don't have wait periods or anything. Yeah, it's very immersive. That's, that's what's really crazy about it. The uh, exploration and the battles are, are completely seamless. Like every other Final Fantasy game, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like, woo, 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 and you're fighting the guy or whatever. Well, right. I, I guess 12 and 13, like we're kind of halfway to this. But this yeah. is completely seamless like so in the like in these dungeons when you're when these fights happen it's just like wham you're just like in the middle of it and it's happening it's really neat it really adds a whole new level to this and for people who are worried about like the battle system there is a wait mode you can use and how i play hinges upon it where i could take my time all i gotta do is stop moving the character and time stops so then i can review their weaknesses switch out my loadout weapons and all that and like give myself a plan of attack it doesn't feel so frantic. No, and that was what I was worried about, was that even though it had like a Kingdom Hearts kind of gameplay, I hate the idea. I want to just be able to mellow and sit and chill and take my time with it, and I mm. can still do that with this. And there's so many throwbacks to other games in the series and stuff, like just the fucking attention to detail. You get on a chocobo, and if you're walking as opposed to running, uh, you got a nice little solo flute music playing the chocobo theme yeah and then when you take off some like banjos and shit kick in and it gets up tempo and um for me the biggest holy shit all right i'm there moment was last night when i was playing and i finished one of those battles that are seamless like you said Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden the blonde dude prompto busts out humming which is the victory theme music yeah, I just thought it was really cool because it makes me feel like I'm buddies with those guys as we're going about, and their dialogue as you're walking along isn't repetitive. I'm just, I'm just so impressed with this game. They yeah, really hype the little fuck so out. So much character. So in this a guy game. humming made you feel good. A theme that I've heard since I was like 14 years old. Yeah, you got a sad fucking life, my man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now I'm with Frank. <laughs> the game just, it just has, it just like oozes fucking character. It's just, it's just crazy. Like the menu screen has the little 16 bit versions of your characters yeah. on it. And I really like that little flashback nod to it all. Mm-hmm. Like oh, this game, it's a gorgeous game. Anytime we have a Tupperware party on the show from now on, I'm yeah. gonna go. Da, 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 da. And that'll make Frank feel good. That's Yay. awesome. Maybe it'll make him give something to Tupperware. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> God. Yeah, I love this. I, I was so ready to hate it, and I, I would definitely give it a chance. And especially if you've ever thought about getting into Final Fantasy and you don't know where to start, this is the best place, really. Yeah, I would say right now. The beginning of the game actually says it's a game for new and old Final Fantasy players. And I was so pissed when I first read that before I actually played it, but now every time I turn it on, it's like, yep. Yeah, I snickered when I saw it, too. It's still cheesy. <laughs> it's not wrong, though, in my opinion. No, it's not wrong. Don't say that, though. Let the critics say that. <laughs> All right, Final Fantasy fifteen. Yes, Tupperware. Tupperware. It's a buy. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, buy. fuck, yeah. Buy that shit. Don't red box it. No. All right, let's see here. I have uh, been watching uh, season two of uh, it was it was originally called. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It just it dropped. I don't know a week or two ago, or whatever the fuck. 
Uh, it was originally called Scrotal Recall. Oh, I remember that. And uh, it's now titled Love Sick. <laughs> and uh, I love this show. It is fantastic. I, I just I killed season two today. I finally finished it. Did they retitle the first season too? I don't know. Huh. I didn't go back and look. But first season was called Scrotal Recall. Okay. It's about this guy uh, who finds out he's got a venereal disease. And so he is contacting all the women that he's had sex with since he's contracted this venereal disease. And each time he contacts one of these women, it goes from present day back into the past, however long it may be. And then we see the story play out of how he met this woman and how he gave him VD. Yeah, that's a cool conceit. <laughs> it's a fucking amazing show. It's a great show. If you like shows like You're the Worst on FX, if you like shows like uh, Casual on Hulu, um, this is another show to watch if you're a fan of that show. And this is, this is an all-British cast. It is fantastic. I love this show. The first se- they're only half hour episodes. First season's only six episodes. Second season they bumped it up to eight. I love this show. Second season was just great. I hope it gets a third season. I gotta find out what happens to these characters. Mm. There's certain shows that I love that don't get a second season. I-, I talked about Billy and Billy about a year or two ago. Billy and Billy didn't get a second season. Yeah, and I was pissed off about this. This was like a this was like a Direct TV original program. And you know what they did to wrap it up? Mm. They fucking came out with like an hour special and wrapped it up. Yeah. And the two main stars of the show didn't even show up in the show. They killed them. Oh, no. Whoa. They killed the characters and then all the other people did kind of like a uh, like a documentary. In memorandum. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. And I, I'm glad that they wrapped it up. Yeah. But I want to say fuck you to DirecTV and AT&T for doing that. Yeah. And not greenlighting it for a second season because Billy and Billy was a great fucking show. It was so fucking inventive and so good. But uh, Scrotal Recall, Lovesick, or whatever you want to call it, season two is an absolute Tupperware. It's it's amazing. If 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 you're in your thirties, you're gonna love this show. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. It, it it's made for us. Like this is like. You know, like, it, when you think about, like, shows in your 30s, like, uh, for a while there, it was uh, How I Met Your Mother. And everybody was yeah. watching How I Met Your Mother. But then it's like FX turned us on to, like, You're the Worst. And then I start, started watching, like, you know, Casual on Hulu and all these other shows that, like, do it so much better. They take it to the next level. Is Lovesick, like, a drama ever? Does it ever, like, actually... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it's, 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 it's a dramedy. It's, like, okay. it's comedy and drama. It's so good. It's so good. So if you like those shows and you want to just burn through a series, I'm talking half-hour episodes. I'm talking wow. six episodes for the first season and eight episodes for the second season. And I'm telling you, you like, that shit in a day. You're, doing it, yeah. you're doing it in a fucking day and you're going to thank me and, and you're going to enjoy this show. It's, it's really fun. It's really inventive. Uh, the character of Angus, uh, I love the character. He's a lovable character. Kind of reminds me of you, Frank. <laughs> Kind of reminds me of you. He's a, he's a lovable fuck, and uh, I, I love. Is the, he Mister Fox? <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, it, it's a fantastic show. So please watch Love Sick, uh, the second. Se- I, watch the first season and then watch the second season. You'll you'll thank me. It's it's a re- it's a fun watch. You'll love it. I like the original title so much better. Scrotal Re- Thank you. And I think I of think that's why you do. I think that's oh, why, yeah. I think that's why they retitled it. Yeah. It's probably cuz the, the the like the original title probably turned people off. It turned people off. Yeah. I don't like if it. If that title turns you off, you're not going to like the actual show. 
Yeah. So they went to lovesick. You know, and it's fine. It's got the same heart of the first series, which mm-hmm. was Scrotal Recall. Probably a smart move, though, if it's actually trying to be like a legit drama. Yeah. To not have the word scrotum in your title. Oh, man. I love that title, though. <laughs> Same here. I, I just wish I, I just wish that... Scrotum. Yeah. I just, I just wish that... Makes me think it's, no, it, it, it's like a porno on Mars. It totally fucking describes the series. It does. Though. It really I know, does. It does. It does. That, but that part is cool. And it's, it's funny. It's inventive. You know, and that's the thing. It's like, oh, in order to make more people watch this show, we got to uh, change the title. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, like a porno doesn't do that. No. Nope. A porno doesn't try to disguise itself as something. You know, like if I want to see big fucking booties getting butt fucked, <laughs> they're going to title it that. It's a lot of bees. Exactly. No, they're, they're not going to title it. Part eight. Part eight. Part eight. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, and they, they, they were fine with that title for the first seven. So fuck it. Let's wing it. Let's go. For the, let's do it. Part eight. Right. They're not going to try to change it. They're not going to try to, like, make it fancier. Right. You know, like, they're not going to. I don't know. Well, I mean, seriously, just on the title alone, without any synopsis, I want to watch Scrotal Recall. Love Sick sounds like bullshit. Yeah, the titles are both extremes. It's kind of hilarious. Like, well, Scrotal Recall is like, oof, maybe on. not. Yeah, but then hold the on. other title is like, yawn. Hold on. Right? Hold on. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Scroll to recall your audience is guys like Frank. Yeah, <laughs> they, they wanted more. They, they yeah, they're like God. We, you know, we, yeah. we can't. We that's, can't. That's a we point. cannot just get along <laughs> by fucking jack wagons. <laughs> we want now. We want a fucking third season. Yeah. Jesus, these guys, these guys named Frank are gonna. They're not gonna keep this show going. No, so we, we gotta, don't. we gotta give it like a legit title that people can get into. So maybe even a couple women. Yeah. <laughs> Call it, was it lovesick? Lovesick is what they're calling it now. Yeah. Wow, yawn. Sounds like some kind of namby pamby third rate comedy. Yeah. From uh, the makers of thirty. Do you guys have anything else for Good Pop, Bad Pop? Is that all you've been doing is playing this Final Fantasy? That's all show? I've been doing. That's why I slept till four o'clock. Today. I've been I've been watching that Simpsons marathon again, pretty much in between when I'm not working and doing. Uh, oh, shit. the Every Simpsons ever. Yeah, yeah. they're doing all six hundred episodes. Jesus again, Christ, we we got to listen to Jake suck the dick of the Simpsons again. <laughs> Here we go. I wasn't even going to do a segment on it. <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't. But Jesus. yeah, been watching the shit out of that. <laughs> uh, can't can't fucking finish Westworld, but I can watch fucking <laughs> Lisa play that goddamn saxophone again. Oh fuck yeah, the saxophone! You're gonna try to jump saxophone. that goddamn gorge? <laughs> Is it gonna happen this time? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, those sisters are still smoking. <laughs> Surely one of them would have had to have gotten emphysema by now. Man, I wa- one of the great ones I watched was the when the sister... Oh my god, Apu's still racially insensitive! <laughs> when the sister marries uh, Troy McClure. It's I a, remember It's a that. really big Phil Hartman spotlight yeah. episode. Yeah. And that, that one is really great. Yeah. So. How many times have you seen that one, Jake? Probably at least a dozen. Jesus fuck. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh, it's a goodie. <laughs> I think it's like season five, season six, right around there. Yeah. So, the heyday. Yeah, I, you know, I, it's been two seasons since I've watched. Yeah, it's still it's still pretty funny. I think the last Simpsons anything I watched was the movie when it came out. Yeah, I loved the movie. movie was great. Yeah, it was good. And it's got uh, they're going until season thirty at least. We know that two Christ more seasons sake. they signed on. So for. yeah, are they going to go past thirty? I don't know. You you always want to think no, but at this point, who fucking knows? Surely mm-hmm. it's. I mean, it's already got to be the longest running TV show ever, right? Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. It beat Gunsmoke. It beats Gunsmoke. I think next season. Shit. And that's like the one it's up against. Really? Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, let's see here. I went to the theater and I watched a movie called Moonlight. Uh, Moonlight, let me explain this movie. Three time periods. I'm reading a synopsis. Three time periods, young adolescence, mid-teen, and young adult in the life of black American Chiron is presented. Uh, when a child Chiron lives with his single crack addict mother Paula in a crime-ridden neighborhood in Miami... Chiron is a shy, withdrawn child, largely due to, his, due to his small size and being neglected by his mother, who is more concerned about getting her fixes and satisfying her carnal needs than taking care of him. Because of these issues, Chiron is bullied. The slurls hurled at him, which he doesn't understand beyond knowing that they aren't meant to be hurtful, that they are meant to be hurtful. Uh, besides his same-aged Cuban-American friend Kevin, Chiron is given what little guidance he has in life from a neighborhood drug dealer named Juan who can see that he is neglected and Juan's caring girlfriend, Teresa, whose home acts as a sanctuary away from the bullies and away from Paula's abuse. With this childhood, with this childhood at, as a foundation, Chiron may have a predetermined path in life, one that will only be magnified in terms... Yeah, this is a heavy... Ooh, I was going to say, that sounds heavy. I'm interested to hear what you think about it's it. It's a heavy, independent film. Um, every once in a while, I like to watch a movie... That uh, I don't identify with at all. Okay? Yeah. I am from uh, – uh, I am uh, – I'm, I'm, I'm a white man. Uh, I am from uh, a small Midwestern town. I am not a young African-American uh, that was raised in Miami around drug dealers. And this is totally out of my element. I, I, I cannot connect with this movie at all. Yeah. And that's why you want to watch these movies is so that you can try to connect with people that are raised differently than us, that are born into different situations, that actually turn them into the people that they are. It's a great and learning experience. It's a great learning experience. This is directed by Barry Jenkins. I don't think I've ever watched a Barry Jenkins film before. It's written by Barry Jenkins. Um, he wrote the screenplay, but it's based on a story by Terrell Alvin McCraney. Um, and Terrell Alv uh, Alvin McCraney was an African-American guy who – who was gay and Barry Jenkins, the director is not gay, but adapted this. And he actually adapted part of his life into this, into this movie. Um, not everything. A lot of it came from the, from the story by uh, Terrell Alvin McCraney. It's got Mahershala Ali who played Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. Okay. He plays Juan, the drug dealer. Um, I'm telling you, it's, it's got uh, Ashton Sanders who's, who plays Chiron. Uh, when he's when he's about you know sixteen years old, it's got. Uh, That's cool with the three different times in his life. Is, yes. it, is it chronological or is it just kind of all over the it's place? Chronological. That's cool though. And I it, like that three part act like that. I'm gonna give this a Tupperware. It, 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 I loved it. I thought it, I thought it was really good. The ending may not be satisfying mm. because it just kind of ends. Like we don't get to see what happens to Chiron. Yeah, a lot of dramas do that, but. I had to know more. I loved this so much I had to know more. So like after the movie ended, like I'm sitting in my car. Like I can't even fucking leave the theater. Like this movie hit me. And uh, there, there's a time where I fucking – I started tearing up. Um, I, do, I want people to be happy in their life. You only get one fucking life. And I see a lot of people out there whether – you know, like it does, it, I see a lot of people out there, and especially with this kind of character. I, I don't think it's been explored too much. In I mean, Empire kind of did it with the with the gay son and Empire, mm -hmm. but this is something completely different. I've never seen before. You know, he's got a crack addict mother. Um, 
kids at school are calling him derogatory names uh, that are directed at gay people, mm. and he doesn't even know that he is yet. You know what I mean? But th- yeah. th- they can kind of see it before he can even see it. And um, you you see how this kid is affected. He doesn't have a father. His mother's a crack addict. And this guy Juan, I don't, I don't want to spoil this, but let, let me. Let, I want I want people to watch this. You find out that this Juan is the same guy. He's conflicted too because this Juan is the same guy that's been giving his mother drugs, and he didn't even realize it. Oh, wow. like he's Juan is like higher up in the chain of the drug dealing. And Juan, one of his guys underneath him, has been giving the mother drugs, and so it kind of fucks with Juan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's you know you see Shyram when he's like a little kid, and then they go to Shyram when he's sixteen, and that's an interesting story. Shyram is real skinny; guys beat him up. Shyram does something, and he gets sent away. By the time you see Shyram in the third act, he is fucking huge. He looks like Fifty Cent. I mean, wow. he's fucking like L A L L Cool J big. Damn. And it explores something about um, masculinity uh, with um, the black male. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, I, and I think that was like something really interesting that he had like his first homosexual experience with this guy on the beach, and something happened between them two. Something like really hurtful. And so in order to cope with that, and especially with being a black gay male growing up, you know, he's growing up in like the late mid-90s, this wasn't accepted. It's not part of like, you know, it's not part of that culture. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of like, you know, like the guys that listen to the hip hop and stuff like like, that. Tupac wasn't like, you know, he he was not, he wasn't gay. He was, all all the hip hop music deals with like money, Women, mm-hmm. cars, fancy shit, right? Yeah. And so it doesn't deal with, like, you know, masculinity, but still being a gay male. So, like, he tried to cover it up. He tries to cover up his feelings for, like, men by just being, like, the toughest guy he can be. Mm-hmm. And he represses it. So he has no human connections as far as, like, being physical with another man after that. Wow, it's, it, sad. it's it's fucking it's a crazy. I've never seen anything like this before. You think Oscar material? Absolutely. Yeah. Like like uh, if this movie's not nominated for you know best picture or or if I feel like if like writer screenwriter screenwriter director. I mean it's it's so good. I've never seen anything like this. And uh, you know you're watching this and you see like this guy and he you 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 want him to just be able to be himself and you just want him to be um, this, this this man who's happy and you want him to find love. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I haven't even seen it and I'm sad for this character. Yeah, it's like I'm watching it and like, you know, when Chiron, and I think when Chiron has like his first experience with like another guy, it's like I'm happy for him. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, all right, so now he can finally be happy. Yeah, he break knows, the fucking wall down, he guy. Fi- yeah, he finally found somebody he can be happy with. And like when you when that doesn't happen, you just hurt even more for him. Mm. I just want you know like when you you want people to just be able to be happy with who they are in this life. Like I don't care what you do, like whatever makes you happy. If it, it, and if if people put that down, yeah, you have to ignore it. Like there's always going to be people that aren't going to accept what makes you happy. Yes, you just have to fucking ignore the haters like that. Fuck bigots. Yeah, and fuck all that shit. This movie fucking. It brought me to tears at certain parts. I'm just, yeah. I'm watching this and I'm just like, Christ, just let this guy, let this guy some, find some fucking happiness in this movie. 
and, and, and at the end of the movie, it leaves you with questions. I, I had to go out and I had to fucking research to find out if this guy, and I never got those answers. Like the director talked about it, mm. but I never got the answer of like what it really happens to Chiron mm. after. And it, 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 it's like, God damn it. I want a moonlight too, but it, that'll <laughs> never happen. It's like, it's a very, it, you don't always get everything wrapped up in a perfect package. No. You know no, what I mean? No. Life just doesn't always wrap itself up in a, like the movie room. Like she had uh, Brie Larson. Yeah, she had like an argument with her father, played by William H Macy, and uh, it never gets resolved in the movie. You n- you never know what happens. No, between her and her father, it never gets wrapped up, and you always kind of like wonder, like what happens? Like does she work things out with him? And I, I will always wonder that. And I'll always wonder that with this movie. Yeah, it's the sign of like good good character writing. Yeah, when you're you can leave those questions open, mm-hmm. and you, instead of being pissed off, like yeah. you, you actually just like to. It's fun to think about and just use yeah. the context clues from the characters' actions in the movie. Yeah, and try to narrate the end yourself. You know. Yeah, it's a, it builds up great discussion points. Right. So um, yeah, that sounds great. It's a fantastic movie. I. When this uh, see it in the theater if you can. I, they weren't playing it here for a few weeks, and I had to wait for it to come to the theater. Yeah, if it does get nominated for best picture, then everyone will have a second chance. Yeah. So, god damn it, watch it. It's called Moonlight. Um, all the actors that play uh, it's broken up into three different chapters. The first one is called Little. They called him Little when he was a kid. Um, the second uh, chapter is called Chiron. That's his name, mm-hmm. and the. Th- third chapter is called black and that was the nickname that kevin his friend gave him he always called him black Mm. and so they break it up into three chapters three different actors play chiron at three different parts of his life and it's it's so it's so amazing i i'm glad that that uh somebody fucking did a movie like this and uh that sounds awesome i'm glad you saw that yeah yeah i'm glad i saw it too so I, I left the theater and I was just like, wow, um, I'm glad somebody fucking finally told this story. This is so good for – I think it's going to be a great movie for um, African-American males who have a problem with coming out. Yeah, that's definitely an issue. And dealing dealing with like their repressed homosexuality. And I, I think it's out there and I think like it needs to be addressed. I agree. So I I think it seems like they suffer from a higher degree of people wanting them to be a certain stereotype. Absolutely. So yeah, and there exists a problem. Absolutely. So. And I, well, and on top of that, it's like he didn't have a father figure in his life. What's so crazy about this is he didn't have a father figure in his life, and yet the father figure that he does have is the crack addict that no, the crack dealer that sells the crack to his mother. Yeah, that's disgusting. Oh. And it it's 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 insane. It is absolutely insane but uh, it's a fantastic movie it's so fucking good so watch moonlight sounds like a real, real popcorn movie there yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the thing it was like I, I was gonna go to the theater and i was like okay what can i see today oh i can go see that 25 percent on rotten tomatoes bad santa too yeah oh i can see uh moana yeah or i can see i can see something that's got a 99 percent on rotten tomatoes that not a lot. Not a lot of people are talking about, but I think should be talking about because mm. like nobody's tackling this right now. You know, I mean, we had Brokeback Mountain, we had two gay cowboys mm-hmm. in a movie, but we haven't seen anything like this. No. And I was like, I want, I want to see this because uh, a little bit more contemporary. A little bit yeah. more contemporary means a little bit more. Means a little bit more. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. So it's a. It's a it's a beautiful yet tragic story. He, he, I think Chiron's a beautiful human being. I just think that uh, 
growing up in that environment, this mother with uh, people that aren't as accepting. But it's crazy. The people that he does, there are some people in his life that are accepting. Hmm. You know, I mean, Juan, that blew me away. Blew me. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a dinner scene. They're eating dinner, and they start to, they start to, conf- you know, kids are calling him names, and he asks, he asks Juan, what is, what does this name mean? Mm. What's that mean? I was called this. What does it mean? And it's a really, you know, Juan could have, Juan could have taken it one way, mm-hmm. and, you know, well. Don't let them call you that and just been a real dick about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like you don't want to be like that. You can't be that. You can't be that. Juan was real sensitive. And, 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 you're, and I mean, Juan's a, Juan's kind of a badass. I mean, he's like, you know, you got to see this. It's, yeah. it's just sounds so, like a really multi-layered character. Fucking a. Yeah. That, uh, Maha, what's his name? Marisala Ali. Mm-hmm. What a what a fantastic actor. And which uh, which timeline is he in? He's in the the first one. The first one. Mm. He's in the first one. I don't I don't want to spoil anything more. I've said too much. I said more than I wanted to say. <laughs> it's a it's a fucking beautiful and tragic fucking story. Yeah. Watch it. So let's take a quick break after that one. Yeah, have a, <laughs> have a smoke, and uh, we'll be back. Getting better for you this episode? No, <laughs> no. You know, I don't know. These episodes, like, I don't know. I, it's, there's days I just want to burn this podcast to the goddamn ground. <laughs> no. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you think well, I'm I believe fucking, you? I'm like, I'm like you. Frank. I'm not surprised. <laughs> there are some days. There are some weeks I just want to burn this fucking shit to the goddamn ground. <laughs> Blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah. PCL out. Yeah, we're done. I'm done. I'm fucking done. Fuck all of you. I'm throwing middle fingers up. I'm going Kid Rock. Fuck you. I'm out. You know, honestly, I think like the last episode of PCL, I'm not even going to like warn people. I'm just going to let you know that episode. This is it. Yeah. I'm done. Gloves are off. I've and had then come it. the rant. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, and then all the fucking truth is going to come out about everything. Yeah. It may be the last episode, but it might be the greatest. It might be the greatest. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> Boots in the asses of people that deserve it. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to let it all out. <laughs> I'm going to let it all I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be like the equivalent 
to Elizabeth Berkley yeah. when she fucking starred in Showgirls. You know, for so many years, she was the feminist that we watched on Save the, Be- Save <laughs> by the Bell. But you know what? When she starred in fucking the uh, Paul Verhoeven film, Showgirls, <laughs> she let it all out. She let she let it all out. Nipples and everything. I'm talking about the final episode of PCL is going to be Frank with icy nipples. Oh, I'm yeah. letting it all out. Yeah. Okay, I got some juice glass too. Cutters. It's gonna, I got no, some juice yeah, too. It's, it's going to be fucking Jake riding Kyle McLaughlin's <laughs> cock in a fucking <laughs> swim. Fuck. It's going it, to like flopping like a goddamn fish in a pool, <laughs> just riding that cock and letting it all out. Yeah, it's going to be intense. Fucking Gina Gershon. I'm going to be Gina Gershon in that fucking movie, yeah. and just fucking smacking bitches around, <laughs> letting everybody know what's up. And, she, and she started squeaky clean and saved by the bell. We look, look where we started. Exactly. Think how bad. God. Final episode is going to be titled Showgirls. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. I love it. Showgirls, we're going to let it all out. <laughs> Showgirls. You're seeing everything. Every little nook and cranny, all our bits and pieces. Everything's coming out. Let's do it. It's Showgirls, right? <laughs> Jake is ready for that episode right now. <laughs> Why the fuck not? You know what? You know what I think the problem is? Yeah, why people don't like me is because like I think it's because uh, I think like like do you think like if I was like uh, like from Boston or some shit and I had like <laughs> that had a cute accent, cute Boston <laughs> accent, you know what I mean? Uh, that'd be way more irritating. Yeah, no, no. But if I'm getting pissed off, oh, listen to the guy with the Boston accent. Oh, he's so funny. <laughs> I love that. No, but it's because I'm, I'm from the fucking Midwest. Yeah, you have zero accent. Zero accent. <laughs> So, but it, but if I was like, uh, or you know, like if I had that, that fucking Boston accent, yeah, yeah, park the car and Harvard, yeah, <laughs> wicked, wicked hot, wicked hot, if I get him from Bean Town, you know, it's, chowder, yeah, chowder, <laughs> wicked. All right, anyway, we got, we got some fucking news this week. Frank's lost; he doesn't even know what's going on. I can't do accents; I couldn't partake. <laughs> all right, it's time for news. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, yeah, read all about it. It's a little bit news, and there's no doubt about it. How gangster as fuck is this news? <laughs> it's kind of gangster. I, it's a little bit gangster. You don't even know what the news is. <laughs> I know some. The news is news to you. Do <laughs> you, you remember that fucking Newsies movie with Christian Bale? Yeah, I saw that. Fuck that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was not a fan. Me either. <laughs> uh, let's see, what do we got? Uh, if you were the fan of the Netflix series Sense8 from the Wachowskis... Like I was, there might be a Christmas episode dropping on December 23rd. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> you know what? That was the original post. Uh-oh. That was the original news that there was a Christmas episode because Netflix had on uh, on their page for uh, Christmas special coming December 23rd. Mm-hmm. You know what? There's an update. You go now, the Netflix banner for Sense8 has changed. They're dropping season two on December 23rd. Oh. Wow, out of Shit. nowhere. No yeah. trailer, no nothing. I thought we were just going to get like the uh, BoJack Horseman Christmas special like they do. No, they're dropping the whole fucking season two, December 23rd. It's a Friday. I'm off that day. I'm going to be I'm gonna be watching some Sense8. Yeah, two days before Christmas. Holy shit. You two assholes haven't seen it. No. no. I have not. I have not. And you know what? I'm telling you right now. It's a great series. Like, this is like the, the Wachowskis' best stuff that they've done since The Matrix, the original. Probably only yeah. got, what, eight to ten episodes? Eight. I think, like, maybe eight episodes yeah. in the first season. I just got finished know. with the second season of Flash, so I can drop that real quick before the 23rd easy. Sense8 is just, just a fantastic story. I mean, I, it, 
So fucking good. So I cannot wait. It makes me like like if I'm gonna jump back in mm-hmm. to Sense Eight, it, it makes me feel like I need to at least watch like the finale. Oh, I was getting yeah, the, not the whole season. Though. Not, I don't know if I need to watch. Maybe I just need to watch the finale. Maybe that'll like bring me up to speed. Mm. But it's been a while. Yeah, yeah it has. You know, a couple years, right? It, not a couple years. Maybe a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, at least it feels like over yeah. a year for sure. Yeah, over oh, a yeah. year. So it's like, uh, cannot wait. December 23rd, we're going to be watching uh, Sense8 Season 2. So that's exciting fucking news. Variety spoke with Sigourney Weaver recently about a bunch of her projects. They talked about Avatar. They talked about The Defenders coming out on Netflix. And then they spoke uh, about that Aliens film Mm. that she was uh, possibly going to be doing uh, with Neil Blomkamp. And... uh, Here's her quote. She talked to Variety. She says, I hope that Neil Blomkamp and I will eventually get back to it. He's written such a wonderful script. I look forward to finishing Ripley's story. So what do we know? What do we know? We know that this was like this was something that it felt like it was they were fast tracking this. Yeah. yeah. We know she's game. Right. We know she's game. We know Neil's game. It felt like this was on the fast track to get done for a long time. I remember, yeah. And we even saw, you know, concept art. We saw some concept art of uh, Hicks. Yeah, like Hendrickson was flipping out. Right. We knew Newt was coming back. Mm-hmm. We yeah. knew that uh, fucking uh, Michael Bean's character of Hicks was coming back. We knew these things. So we thought that this was going to be happening. And then all of a sudden, what, what happens? Ridley Scott is like, oh, whoa, hold on. I haven't finished my Prometheus yet. Mm-hmm. You know, and so now we've been getting like the Alien Covenant poster, which we saw recently that dropped. We know we're getting Alien Covenant. I know he's wanting to do at least a trilogy with this Prometheus stuff. So we got two more movies coming from that, at least. So they kind of put this on the back burner. I'm not the biggest fan of Neil Blomkamp. But what makes me intrigued here is that she says, I look forward to finishing Ripley's story. This sounds like it's the end of that chapter. Now, I thought that Alien Resurrection... Actually, I thought Alien 3 was the end yeah, of the story. Alien 3, when she jumped into the lava pit and the thing burst out of her chest. Right. Yeah. Pretty much solidified an end. Right. To Ripley. Right. Yeah. Was that Ripley? Yeah. yeah. Are they going to ret... Hold on. Are they going to retcon this? Oh, God. Was that a, was that a Ripley clone? Because, like, we already saw the clone yeah. in Alien Resurrection. Are we going to find out that the alien... That, or are we going to find out the Ripley from, like, you know, Alien 3... Was a clone. There's got to be some twist to keep this going and to bring yeah. that back. Yeah, some twist. Yeah, you know, I don't know if it'll be the clone angle or, or what. Especially, are they going to do a Superman Returns, Jake? Yeah, I don't know. Are it, they going to do a Superman? And what I mean by that, it make, makes me think they could bring him back all the actors again. Yeah, Newt especially. Superman Returns. You know, it, 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 they took uh, Brandon Ralph starting that film. Yeah. yeah, and we had Superman one and two, and they forgot about Superman three and four. They mm. totally just. They scrubbed that clean. Mm -hmm. It's garbage. Mm -hmm. Fuck Superman 3 and 4. And they took up the story from, you know, after uh, Superman 2. Yeah. And it was still, like, in that universe. It was still, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Are they going to do that here? I don't want them to do that here. No, I agree. I I feel like like Alien 3 should still be a part of canon. Yeah, if they're going to do that, then the payoff has to be just through the fucking roof. Right, right. Like, I better see the greatest fucking alien movie I've ever fucking yeah. seen yeah. if that's the angle they're going to go. I, I'm very curious to see how they try to pull that off because I don't know that I'd buy it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's hard either way. Either way sucks. Either you're getting some goofy ass explanation as to how the hell we got from two to five, or yeah, <laughs> or we're just forgetting it. Yeah. Have we ever seen Neil Blomkamp do um, a property? I do no, no. I mean, we saw Elysium, Chappie. Yeah. Uh, was it the District Nine? District Nine. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. No, that's it. So this would be like his first, you know, franchise. Film. Franchise, yeah. Mm-hmm. So be be big for him, make or break. Yeah. Uh, here we go, uh, guys. I was a huge fan of uh, the Go Ninety series, Transformers Combiner Wars. Oh, this yeah. is a heated subject, and we talked sort of. Yeah. <laughs> we talked we, we we talked about it here on Pop Culture Leftovers multiple times, and uh, they teased the Titan Wars at the end of the season. And here's an update for you fans from the official press release from uh, via Machinima. Uh, following the massive worldwide interest in Transformers Combiner Wars, Machinima, the first many-to-many programming service focused on fandom and game gamer culture, and Hasbro Inc. A global play and entertainment company announced today that they will join forces to develop Titans Return and Power of the Primes, the final two installments of the animated Prime Wars trilogy. That's awesome. You're not just getting one more season, but you're getting the guaranteed two. We're getting two. Hmm. We're getting two. They wanted a trilogy. They got the trilogy. It did so well on Go90 that they're getting the fucking trilogy. Uh... The Combiner Wars has garnered more than 120 million global views wow. on a wide variety of platforms, including Go90, SkyQ, AMC, Iberia, Sohu, and YouTube. So, yeah, we're getting it. We're getting the fucking Titans return. That means we're getting fucking, uh, we're getting, the, we're getting the big guns. We're getting Omega Supreme. We're getting fucking... We're getting all these. We're getting like uh, Mega Supreme. We're getting Devastator, oh, right? Yeah, yeah my, the Constructicons. We're getting Tripticon. We're getting Metroplex. Metroplex, yeah. That's cool. We're getting all. We're getting all the fucking combiners and all these motherfuckers. We're getting them all. They're, it's it's going to be huge. Can't wait. And then Power of the Primes. Are we going to get? I mean, of course that means like Optimus Prime. Yeah. Are we going to get our... Uh, Rodimus? Maybe. Maybe Rodimus. Yeah. I mean, are we also going to be dealing with, like, Unicron? That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, love that Transformers movie lore. Be nice to see some of that in here. I mean, as far as I know... And, you know, I, I, I followed Transformers a little bit. Like, for a while, like, he was just the head of Unicron. They reactivated, mm-hmm. like, the, the brain of Unicron for yeah. a while. Yeah, I remember that, actually. Yeah. So in the cartoon, it was yeah. always the exterior shot they showed. Yeah, yeah. THR they added Transformers Titan Re- Titans Return follows the events of Transformers Combiner Wars, and we will see the return of fan favorite characters, and we'll also feature new Autobots and Decepticons. The story follows a Cybertron and Council of Worlds who have depleted forces go up against a threat larger than they have faced. Um, and then uh, the Combiner Wars executive producer and showrunner Eric Calderon is overseeing the final two chapters. He's the guy who was involved in uh, Transformers, the Combiner Wars. Jimmy McKnight of the Ninja Starship actually interviewed this guy, and it was a great fucking interview. That's awesome. What do you cool. think? What do you think the time frame is here for season two? Mm. I would say uh, next year, mm. hopefully, maybe early 2018. Okay, but. Can't wait. I'd hope to think next year. 
Yeah. Sooner the better. Kind of imagine you were hyped seeing that fucking one come down the pipeline this week. I was, well, to be quite honest with you, I knew it was coming out. Yeah. I was already told. I had like uh We had the inside scoop. Ooh. I did. I did. Well, when Jimmy McKnight interviews fucking Eric Calderon. Oh, yeah, good point. And you're friends with Jimmy McKnight. <laughs> yeah. Who fucking talked to the fucking showrunner. You kind of find out about these things before everybody else. That's awesome. That's true. So, thank you, Jimmy. Uh, guys, uh, Brad Payton, the director of San Andreas, uh, that film with The Rock. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson is also directing the Rampage video game turned movie starring The <laughs> Rock. And here's his statements. Isn't it the same movie? I guess with monsters. Yeah, San Andreas was just about like like earthquakes, like, like a fucking earthquake. Okay, wonder if they're going to get to reuse some of that footage and just dub the monster in in the background. Yeah, Photoshop the monsters. Guys, <laughs> guys, guys, get ready to have your dicks blown off. Oh shit! When I'm I hold, go over this news, I'm hold on to my dick about rampage. <laughs> Here we go. The director Brad Payton talked to we got this covered. And uh, Brad Payton said, with Rampage, we are using our love of the original game as our inspiration. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the fuck? It's such a deep fucking story that needs to be told. <laughs> I know. What, well, hold on. Like, like what, what, a, what, what does that game entail? You pick a monster and you beat the shit out of buildings and you eat little stick figure humans. Yes. You eat people. There's one yeah. of the monsters right there. That's <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> San Andreas just started. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. He says, uh, <coughs> then we're going to build a movie like San Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> That is <laughs> the words right out of our mouths. That is really going to surprise people and what it delivers. It's going to be a lot more emotional, a lot scarier, and a lot more real than you'd expect. <laughs> Which is not at all any of those things. Right. So he's got the one up on us, I guess. Hold on. Liz is going to come tongue look me right out of the house. Hold on. Are you saying that your that your home has not been ravaged by monsters? <laughs> not lately. Not lately. Not lately. It's been a while. Uh, so you look at the original concept about a lab that affects these animals and makes them rampage. <laughs> rampage. Oh, I love. No, hold on. I love how he goes all Peter Griffin and he's got to use the fucking uh, the name of the fucking movie. Right. Yeah. Name drop. Yeah. Boing. It Thanks. makes them rampage. He goes, and that's the nugget. If you call, if they call, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. I am not going to get through this. <laughs> You guys, hold on. You guys are not taking this seriously. <laughs> How dare us? How dare we? How dare we? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm shaping up. No, guys. Like, I, you know, I... He's trying to make a serious movie guys, about, about this stuff, about this video game. I try to, I know, I try to put this, I try to put these new segments together <laughs> so we can have a serious discussion <laughs> about a, a monkey, a lizard, and a werewolf <laughs> destroying a town. And you guys... Sometimes I'm right. You guys are going on a rampage right now. <laughs> I agree. This I agree. is ridiculous. I, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> All right, here we go. If they called me tomorrow to do Call of Duty, I wouldn't want to play any of the Call of Duty games. What? I'd have to come up with something that deserves to be its own thing. That's where a lot of these movies can go wrong. <laughs> yeah. F you, Call of Duty. I got Rampage. No shit. Hold on, hold on. Is 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 this a good approach? And tell me if I, if if what I'm taking from this is is the wrong thing. I'm feeling like he's saying like 
he knows like what Rampage is, but he's saying like playing the game doesn't have to dictate what you see in the film. Like there can be more layers to Rampage. Well, there has to be, or this is going to be abysmal. And I think that was probably like one of the worst comparisons he could make. It wasn't like he picked out a, a, a video game series that's known for its story. Here, let's look at this other video game series that is a steaming pile of story shit and compare it to the R franchise, which is even worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever opens the door for fucking Dig Dug the movie, I'm in. <laughs> Oh, dig been wait, waiting for that shit forever. <laughs> this, this is such a fucking simple formula. You add the rock, you add some explosions, and money prints itself. Yeah, that's add, all there is. Add to monsters. It. Add CG monsters. Yeah, CG monsters. Ooh boy! All right, he's not done yet. This God guy, damn. this guy, he's a he's a chatty Kathy. This I is want, his life's I, I work. More. I love this. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I've been waiting 30 years to make this movie. Uh, Brad Payton goes on to say, I'm really excited about Rampage. It's a monster film. (laughs) Oh, shit. So the stuff that I did on Incarnate, and he's saying that like we watched that fucking movie. <laughs> so he's like, uh, who's it? <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> uh, was it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I like how he throws that in there, too. Like, hey, guys, not only did I do San Andreas, but I also did another movie that nobody watched called Incarnate. So please check out Incarnate. Uh, but he says, stretching my muscles in the horror space helped. This small chapter piece with horror... On it trained me to get ready for Rampage. Obviously, it's a much bigger movie, and it's meant for a broader audience. But there's still horror elements. There's still a monster movie at the core. And I get to work with Dwayne Johnson again. I'm so excited about it. There's the three. The lizard, the ape, and the wolf. So we're keeping it similar, but you'll have to tune in to the tease on where we are going with this. Now, the director, Brad Payton, also went on to talk about the relationship between The Rock and the monsters, and he said this, there's some really touching, heartbreaking things. <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne is... Guys, you're not taking this seriously. <laughs> Dwayne is playing a character like I've never seen him play before. He's a guy who has issues of trust and really connects with the animals. There is a relationship there with an animal in the movie that's – I'm an animal person and I have dogs and cats and they're like your kids. He has a similar relationship where there's a real bond there. When you have an innocent – like a dog or a cat, like his friend in this movie, this creature, and something happens to them and they're just an innocent, it could be heartbreaking. So in Rampage, there's an emotional anger there. That I don't think people are expecting. Oh, spoilers. Rock's <laughs> pet's going to die. So does he have a... He has a pet wolf, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Wow. I didn't know where his line of thought was going at no, first. No, I'm no, starting no. to think of this He's, as like some fucking do you think bestiality rock, shit. Hold on. Do you think... Yeah, that's gross. Do you think that the rock has a pet lizard that turns into a fucking... Because he can't have a pet wolf and he can't have a fucking pet chimpanzee maybe he's hardcore enough to have a pet wolf maybe he has all three <laughs> a game of thrones fan he's got like a fucking dire wolf yeah. that'd be cool <laughs> i'm down do whatever you want take some liberties with rampage you're not you don't have to stick to the story right what yeah. story oh my god no i think it's hilarious that uh you got a you got a game you, you get to choose from three monsters. And all you do, the, the whole point of the game 
is just to beat the shit out of buildings. Yeah, knocking yep. buildings over. Yeah. And Eating this guy you. is talking about it like it's fucking Citizen Kane. No shit, man. <laughs> I, just I this guy. What it is. This God, guy. Damn. Holy shit. He acts like he is fucking writing the. He, he is directing like this amazing screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> Look out, Ben Hur. I got it's you. The next Die Hard and shit. <laughs> oh, God. My God. Yeah, you're this right. Is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to believe the relationship The Rock has with this. Monkey, right? I, I also like how he's talking about how his career is like the perfect recipe that led yeah. up to yeah. this movie to yeah. rampage. Yeah. Uh, the final, the cherry on top. Not since BJ and the Bear have you seen a more beautiful <laughs> relationship between a man and a monkey. I think somebody who works at a daycare has probably got a better handle on how to do rampage than this fuck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm convinced. I, no, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. I am at the theater when this fucking oh, no. God. We are going to review this fucking movie. I'm in. Yeah, I am totally in. <laughs> I was thinking that about halfway through this segment. I was like, oh man, this sounds crazy good. We got <laughs> we got Assassin's Creed win next week, or is it no, after? No, 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 that no, doesn't no. look anything like this sounds. Yeah, uh, you got uh, you got Rogue One coming out December 16th. <clears throat> Assassin's Creed comes 21st. out December 21st. That's right. Mm. Okay, mm. so you got about uh, two three weeks for Assassin's Creed. See, I never I I didn't like those games either. I couldn't even get hardly at all through the first one so yeah. I gotta watch it we'll see I'm kinda gonna wait for Rotten Tomatoes on that one I gotta hold see. on hold on like uh, yeah um, what are you watching what are you watching Christmas Day are you watching <laughs> Assassin's Creed or are you watching Passengers oh Passengers 100% probably Rogue One again yeah that's not a bad option either I think I'm thinking <clears throat> I'm thinking I'm definitely watching I, I am gonna watch it. I, I, I am gonna watch Assassin's Creed on Christmas Day. Not on Christmas Day. I'll watch it, it when it comes out. I'll watch it when it comes. Right. I think Christmas Day. I'm gonna leave it for passengers. I want to see that. I want to see a good movie on Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Assassin's passengers Creed. looks pretty good. Passengers looks really good. Yeah, great you know, trailers. Looks way better great than special Assassin's effects. Creed. I love. I, lo- I love Jennifer Lawrence. I love Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah. and it's like a real like piece where they get to really play off each other for like yeah, right? two hours. Yeah. Oh, it's scary too. Yeah, like mm-hmm. have you seen the trailer? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's really intriguing. They're on like a hundred and twenty year, hundred and twenty year journey to another planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and they're did. supposed to go into like a a cryostasis mode. Yep. What happens is that they wake up ninety years too soon. Yeah. In this cryostasis mode, this chamber that they're supposed to be in. And so they're freaked out about that. But then shit starts to go fucking wrong and crazy. Yeah. And it's like, oh my, I can't wait. I can't wait either. It's yeah. like, what's going to happen? Are they going to die saving all the other people? Right, or, right, or, right. What's the end game? Yeah. Well, a lot of, and some of the dialogue from the trailer too makes you wonder like, why did they wake up? Are they encountering something that isn't supposed to be mm-hmm. a part of the plan? Yeah, you're right. There is some, some dialogue that leads you to suspect that something else mm-hmm. is pulling the strings. Yeah. It's so, cool premise. Yeah. Not since Rampage have I been so... <laughs> Have God. I been so intrigued oh, God. about a movie? I'm telling you. I hope it makes a ton of money so I get that dig dug. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Rampage. I can't wait to see him pumping those oh, like monsters up. I want, I want my Frogger movie. No. No, maybe Jesus. Pitfall. Pitfall? <laughs> Pitfall would be good, right? Fuck. <laughs> so if Rampage makes a ton of money, go get ready. Jesus. Get ready for the flood, right? It's going to be. Hold on. It's The Rock. 
It's yeah. the rock and explosions, and yeah. it's gonna make money. it's gonna make a lot of money. I mean, right. like that's the that's thing. the selling point. It's not the rampage. The rock's gonna be the selling point. Think about, think about the movies. Think about hold on. Think about the top movies. Top movies of two that was it 2015. Yeah. Top movies of 2015 in the top ten. <laughs> San Andreas was there. Yeah, I believe it. Holy and you have a uh, Fast and Furious Part Seven. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm just talking about. I'm talking about. Yeah. The Rock was, the Rock in, that was in that too. I know, Frank. I didn't fucking watch it. <laughs> yeah, the difference is though is that 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 franchise sells itself as a franchise. Where the only reason San Andreas is on this list is because of The Rock. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, the I, I thought the point was that whatever The Rock's in is going to do fucking gangbusters. Anything that he's in does does great. Yeah, lately he can't. But fail. but yeah, the Fast and Furious movies were making money before The Rock. Was well, yeah, part of that. Yeah, franchise. I'm not I'm not arguing that. Point. Rampage may beat that banana peel though. That fucking trips him up. You never know. It could be. It it's could pretty be. ridiculous. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I think it's going to make a, t- a shit ton of money. Probably because all you got to do is script The Rock being The Rock, and that's entertaining usually on its own. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it's a bit self aware. I could I could see it actually like that's the way to go. Ah, it doesn't sound like Brad Payton's all about that. No, I know he wants to really sell that fucking relationship between the Rock and one of the whatevers. You know, be- he he thinks he's gonna be fucking taking this shit to the fucking Oscars. <laughs> it's gonna be so terrible. It's gonna be great. Uh, the relationship between the Rock and this animal. It's yeah. be the only great. way that that could be a bigger train wreck is if you bowls directing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, let's move on to some fucking Marvel news. All right. This episode fucking sucks. No, it's all right. That's garbage. No. <laughs> Marvel news. All right, guys. Marvel news. Let's start off with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, <laughs> start off with the Guardians of the Galaxy t- uh, Volume Two trailer uh, dropped today. Um, I saw it one time, so I'm going off of one fucking viewing. Same here. No, I saw it twice. Saw it twice. Oh, Jake, Elder Statesman, <laughs> yeah. with uh, two views. Uh, what did you think? Oh, I loved it. Of it's- course you did. It wasn't DC, and it was yeah. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a Tupperware. Tupperware. I was cracking. Everybody's up. shocked. Looked amazing. Everyone yeah. who listens to the show week to week <laughs> is just like, oh my god, holy shit! Jake gave a Guardians of the Galaxy trailer Tupperware. Yeah. Oh my god! I know. I didn't see that coming. Stop the presses. It's not that it doesn't deserve it, though. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. I know. Can I just be a dick? <laughs> no, come on. Can I? No, hold on. Not can, too dirty. Can I, can, I, can I just not talk for like the for like the the people that listen every week that aren't surprised by this, Frank? Can I just be that guy right now? I'm, I'm okay, Frank. I got, I got this. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. I'm not nobody's white knight. <laughs> Save me, Frank. I'm Brian. Ah, fuck you, Mario. <laughs> what? Get the fuck out of my castle. Yeah, I loved it, though. Absolute Tupperware. Music yeah. choice, fantastic. Humor was on point. I mean, just as beautiful as ever. The, this looks so fucking great. I can't believe that the next Marvel movie is Cards of the Galaxy 2. All right. We heard from our resident Marvel fuckboy. Frank, what do you think? I Tupperware, too, man. The two bits on this that really had me rolling was, like, the first couple minutes with Baby Groot and the button. Mm-hmm. And then later when they're doing some kind of fucked up counseling session and uh, uh, Star-Lord's fucking feelings get out and Drax is just all over. I'm like, ha ha, you must be so embarrassed. That was mm-hmm. great. I loved yeah. it. 
No, it's a great trailer. I, I got to give it a Tupperware. It, it doesn't really dive into the meat of the film, unfortunately, though, for me. I wanted to see more. What I saw was great. I mean, we, we're not getting uh, Chris, uh, Kurt Russell in this, which I understand. I get it. I understand. Yeah. We're going to get him in the fucking – I get it. I get it. I, I got a lot of things that I kind of expected. I got the humor. I got the fucking cool song and shit, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I got that stuff, and I get it. I, and uh, – we saw the monster fully realized that we saw from the concept art from San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. yeah, and it looked okay. great. Yeah, and the monster looked great, and that scene looked great. Everything looked great. Baby Groot's, Baby Groot's cute as hell. <laughs> yeah, yes, Baby Groot's cute. I, I, I love the trailer. I, I do want. I, I want. I want more. Same here. I want more, and I want the second trailer to give us more. Okay. I bet their next one's going to be more I get, on a serious note. Oh, that's what I want. That's what I want. Like I, like I get it. Guardians of the Galaxy is fun. It's a, it's fun. Yeah, uh-huh. I get it. Now, you don't have to prove that to me, James Gunn. And I'm glad that the first trailer did come out with something like this. Give me a fun trailer. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't need something dark and something somber. You know what I mean? I don't need. Uh, I don't need that. This was fun. I think this set a fun tone. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. The second trailer can, I think, can do the best of both worlds, kind of. Sure. Like, it can also still be fun and really lay down some of the crucial story beats for That's us. That's what I want, though. Yeah. That's what I like. You, like, James Gunn doesn't have to convince me that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is going to be fun. Right. No, I think you just wanted to get everyone real excited. I'm here. excited. Yeah, I'm, so. And I'm not trying to knock it. I'm not trying to knock it at all. Yeah. Okay. And I understand what he did here. And like yes, like I like if you're talking about my excitement level, I'm at like a nine point five. Yeah, yeah, out of a ten, which is fucking great. But that second trailer, I do want to see a little bit more of the actual story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, like I know Guardians of the Galaxy. I know you got your jokes. I know you got, and I'm not knocking this trailer at all. It was a great trailer. I had so much fun. No, I hear you. James Gunn, he, he let Kurt Russell out of the bag. Yes. So let's show him to us. Yes. Give, give me a little bit. Give me a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me a little bit of that. Give me. Show me who the villain is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Show me a little bit more in the second trailer. I love this first trailer, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it was great. It, 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 it's fun, but you don't have to convince me. <laughs> The last movie that you need to convince me of that's going to be fun <laughs> is a Guardians right? of the Galaxy movie because I had a blast with that first movie. Yeah. It's so fun. You know what? Bradley Cooper, so underrated as a voice actor. Really oh, is. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. Like, I don't even hear Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. when I listen to Rocket Raccoon. You just hear Rocket. At, I don't hear him at all. I, all I hear is Rocket. Uh-huh. Yeah, I completely agree. There's no Bradley Cooper in there. He is phenomenal when it comes down to Rocket Raccoon. He yeah. and him it's arguing not, with Gro- if Baby Groot is just like trying to get my three-year-old to do anything. <laughs> it, yeah, you're right, though. It's remarkable. It's him doing a character, too. It's not like some celebrity in some fucking Disney movie. Yeah. It's not, you know, whoever playing yeah. this guy. Oh, it's yeah. Jason Alexander, and, right. and he's being Jason Alexander. Right. Yeah. Like, it's Bradley Cooper just going full-on character. There's mode. no Bradley Cooper in yeah. that performance. There's no Bradley Cooper. It's it. it he embodies. Uh, he 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 like channels his inner raccoon. Uh huh. You know what I mean. So and stop uh, fucking knocking that, Frank. Sorry. It's like the third fucking time I've heard that fucking bullshit. I kind of didn't know twice. what it was. I'm sorry. It's Frank. Oh, sorry. Frank drinking his fucking wine over there. 
fucking knocking into shit. I was all comfy and I accidentally moved you, it. You've been comfy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it's stuffed in a fuck's sake. <laughs> all right. No, no. I love Drax in this trailer. I, I love Drax. Yeah. I love, screw you, spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a great, that was a great line. Oh, man. It's a fun trailer. It's a fun trailer. And I loved it. I, I can't knock it. I thought it was great. But in the second trailer, I want something different. Like, you don't have to convince me that this is fun yeah. anymore. Like, I get it. James Gunn, yeah, fun. Fun. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is going to be fun. I get it. I want more. I want more of the story of what's actually going on in this movie. I want to know who um, the antagonist of the film is. Yeah, it'll be interesting to you find know, out. I, I bet s- that's when we're going to get Kurt Russell, too. They yeah. don't want to hold him back too much. Sure. Yeah. It was cool to see Mantis. It was cool to see Mantis at the end of the film, at the end of the trailer. It was really cool. And I'll tell you one thing. The special effects that they used for her antennas, mm-hmm. the way that she looks, was just just out of this world amazing. Like I've seen them, I've seen I've seen films come out with something, and like you, you look at it, like Enchantress in Suicide Squad. And I hate to bring up DC, but I'm going mm-hmm. to. When they first brought her out, like I was just kind of not impressed with the special effects. Mm-hmm. This looks like the finished Mantis. Like that's how she's going to look, and it looked fluid. It looked great. Yeah, it looked it looked great. I loved it. I I cannot wait. And that doesn't surprise me from Gunn. I mean, we know how persnickety he was about putting out the footage that they showed at San yeah. Diego because yeah. it was unfinished. Yeah. So he's not going to show us something that's right. not going to be top of the game. Yeah, I loved it. I just I want to. I want to. I want to. I want more. I want more from the second trailer. Of course. <laughs> What's the release date? March. Oh, I don't think it's that early. Or is it April? No, no, it's this May. is a, this is a oh, May. Oh fuck, okay. Like this May. is I'm way off. This is taken like uh you know, like you got your big your big tent pole summer films starting out in May now. Yeah, like I get Captain this, America Civil War was your May release. Yeah, this yeah. is the Age of Ultron stuff. Iron yeah, yeah, Age of Ultron. Iron Man three came out in fucking May. Fucking silence that phone. I yeah, I know I sound like a dick. <laughs> um but not, yeah, like Guardians of the Galaxy one came out in August, yeah, the, and like you know towards the beginning or end of August, like it was like towards the end of the summer, and like now they're giving Guardians of the Galaxy that May treatment. Well, so they trust that they they trust it to hold it up. Absolutely, they yeah. trust it. So, um, yeah, I love the trailer. I'm going to give it a Tupperware too. It's nice. just, it's just, it didn't, it didn't do anything to shock me. Nothing, nothing to shock me. Yeah. There was nothing shocking about it. But I had, like, laugh-out-loud moments watching it, which is rare for a trailer. Sure. Yeah. I agree. It was fantabulous. Loved it. Yeah. It's just, it, there was nothing in it that made me say, like, wow, this is completely... God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it must be flipping the switch when I put it in my pocket. There was nothing about the trailer that... I, I'm just trying to... I'm just trying to say... There's nothing about the trailer that made me think, like, this is anything different than the first film. Yeah. Sure. Honestly, I'm Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Bring it. It looked, like, bigger, bolder, and better, though. Like, I thought so. Right. Like, they've expanded upon their relationships with one another. I don't expect you to say anything negative at all, Jake. Oh, no. Like, never about (laughs) Guardians. You are sucking 
the dick of this movie. <laughs> yes. So hard. I didn't think like, you were serious. saying anything negative. Like this, like the the cock. What is, are you saying that's the negative? The cock is what are you What are you saying that's in negative? your mouth? I'm not saying anything negative oh. too. I'm just trying to say that there was <laughs> all right. There was nothing about this trailer that was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Do you do you see that? Does that make any sense? Yeah. I mean, but, I didn't see the jokes like coming, like ahead of the time. But you mean thematically? No, I, I didn't project the jokes either. Like I, you mean thematically? Thematically, yeah. there was nothing different. I think it's no. the right thing to do too to bring forward with the jokes first because it's the casual people that they were able to bring in with the humor when it was released that they were trying to touch upon. I think with that, and of course, hardcore fans are going to eat it up, mm-hmm. and then probably your second one, you're going to get the more serious meat. But they want to. Bring in, bring in as many people as they can at once. So that's why they love with the humor. I think. Yeah, if it's not broke, why fix it? I'm not saying that. Mm. Jesus fucking Christ, guys! I love the trailer. I'm just saying, like they didn't reinvent the goddamn wheel here. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Like they, like they, yeah, they're sticking with their core audience. Well, sure. And they got the kids involved. Now the kids are sucking the dick of this movie. <laughs> you got fucking children sucking a cock now because they're like, oh my god, Baby Groot's adorable. Can't wait to wear my fucking uh, Baby Groot onesie. <laughs> Mommy, buy me the Baby Groot onesie. That that's a fucking marketing genius right there. Was to keep him a baby. Yeah, it really was. Oh yeah, make him cute the whole movie. Oh yeah, it's great. And we saw also in the trailer him kicking some ass as oh, a little yeah. tiny little motherfucker. Yeah, so, we heard so that about cool. that in San Diego, too. I was really excited to see that realized. All right, yeah, so we all love the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer. Uh, let's see here, what do we got? Uh, hey, didn't uh, Kevin Feige promise uh, that we'd get a uh, new Captain Marvel director soon? Get that announcement? Yeah, he did. That was in late September. Have we gotten, a, have we gotten an announcement yet? Not that I'm aware of. No, he has not. Does Jimmy McKnight know? <laughs> the inside oh, scoop. Oh, oh. Text him real quick. Ah, ah, bringing it back around. <laughs> bringing it back around. Ah, another joke that landed. Um, <laughs> I got it. I got that reference. I did too. Uh, Marvels and Humans gets a release date. Uh, IMAX CEO Greg Foster uh, says uh, the first two episodes of The Inhumans. Around 80 minutes of content will debut exclusively in IMAX theaters across all territories on or around September 1st, ahead of a two-week theatrical run. Uh, ABC will then premiere the first episode of the TV drama on September 26th, 2017. All eight episodes are expected to run on the network over consecutive Tuesdays, barring unforeseen interruptions. This is exactly... What I said that they should do on episode 164, I said, even down to the two-week time period, I Mm. said, fucking show it in the theaters, and then two weeks later have it on TV, and holy fuck, uh, Greg Foster echoed my sentiments, and so it looks like we're going to get it in the theater, and then two weeks later, it's going to be on TV. Cool. So you're going to go to the theater? I guess. I mean, we got to review it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll need to review it before... (laughs) Before it airs on TV, that's a whole two-week lead time. Yeah. 
So, yeah, looks like we're going. I wonder how many theaters are going to have it. Like, if it's going to be on a wide release or if we're going to have to IMAX. travel. Well, it's, it's an IMAX thing. Like, every oh, okay. time we talk about this, we talk about IMAX. So, I don't think it'll be any available in any other format. Any right. theater that offers IMAX will have this available. Mm. Now, like, on, say, our Peoria one, it only has the one IMAX theater. Are they going to make room for it? Or are they going to have something else in that slot? They'll have it. Yeah, okay. You'll watch yeah. it. It'll be there. It's, it's ABC. Do it's, they it's want Disney? It'll do they want to make money that night? Yeah, that's yeah, true. They'll have it. Yeah, no one else will put out a major IMAX movie that weekend. Right. Okay. That'll be the that that has that slot. You will have. Gotcha. You will be able to go to your local theater if they have an IMAX and watch The Inhumans that night. Okay. It's September too, so it's not like yeah, there's gonna be a big point. popcorn movie coming out. The first. Oh my god! True. The best movies come out in September. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if Rampage comes out that same week? Oh, Jesus. No, that, that comes out on 420. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Sebastian Stan, who played this, fuck, fuck this episode. This fucking episode <laughs> no, sucks. It's, it's not that bad. It's okay. fucking horrible. No. God, I hate this fucking <laughs> shit. Let's have, let's have another smoke. I'm a, let's burn this episode to the goddamn <laughs> ground. Let's burn this show to the goddamn ground. I'm sick of it. Showgirls? <laughs> Showgirls! Seriously, like, hold on. We've already got a spinoff. We've got the Leftover Army podcast. They upload that to SoundCloud, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's just let them fucking do their thing. <laughs> let them do the work. You know what I mean? It. Like, yeah. yeah. Fuck, fuck being the flagship show. We can prove her a lot. What, what, is, what, is, what is flagship about this? What, what is flagship? <laughs> what, 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 no, hold on. What is flagship about what we're doing right now? That everybody this is, this is garbage. I would, ra- no. hold on. I would rather listen to anything but this. <laughs> I would rather listen to, dr- to, dr- to Drowning Kittens right now than listen to our fucking That's a conversation. thing yeah, to I, say. <laughs> I own three cats and I love my cats. But you still want to listen to them drown before listening before to this. Before listening to this. <laughs> no. That's crazy talk. This is ridiculous. That's good. That's crazy talk. Oh, with a, with, God damn it, Frank. If you fucking hit that thing one more goddamn time. Stop fucking hitting that. Jesus fucking Christ. What have I got to do? What am I? Who's tape? Put it down. Tape the bottle to his arm. Edward Forty Hands. Oh, my God. <sighs> I won't do it no more, I promise. Hey, hey guess who I am? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're fucking. <laughs> Brian Fox. It's one of our Patreon pledges. Yeah, and it comes back around. <laughs> All right, did, did did somebody say something about a break? Yes, I, did. I, said, I said we should have a smoke. Glad you caught that. I like how Jake Jake he feels it coming. He feels it coming. Jake and yeah, Jake is like Jake is like he's like in tune with me now. Like he's, he's, it's been for quite a while. He's done he's done enough episodes with me that after we get done with like a segment. And I start bitching about how much it sucks. Jake's like, well, you know, like it's like kind of like a baby. When a baby, when it, hold on, hold on, shut the fuck up, Frank. You've already fucking knocked that wine bottle into the fucking goddamn table enough times. You don't need to interject now, okay? You've been interjecting this entire fucking episode, knocking wine bottles into fucking bullshit. Let me fucking get out this one goddamn sentence. It's like when a baby, when a baby starts getting like tired and agitated and starts to like whine a little bit, like like Frank, Jake is like, maybe it's time to put the baby. 
down. <laughs> Jake is like, maybe it's time for the baby to take a nap. You think we should go home and take the ba- put the baby to bed? And Jake Jake hears me over here pissing and moaning. And he's like, you know what? Maybe it's time to fucking take a little smoke break. Because Brian's being a baby. Let's let, let's, let's let Brian fucking, you know, like, let's, let's get away. Let's get away. Let's fucking collect our thoughts. And then we'll come back and then Brian will be okay. It's, it's 60-40. I mean, I could use a smoke too. <laughs> you are one selfish son of a bitch. Hey, Frank. Yo. Frank, uh, I don't know, for uh, old time's sake, why don't you fucking hit the table? There you go. You fucking <laughs> asshole. All right. God damn. That is so loud. It is so loud. Every time it happened, I was like... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I won't hang on to it. I was hanging Jesus. on to it like my binky. All right. Fuck this up. Ep- this episode sucks. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Seriously. It's not right. that bad. It, no. No. It's not. It's, it's been not. Fun. It's been all right. You are no judge. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. All right. We'll be. He's we'll, a judge of dungeons. We'll be right back, and I'm sure we're just going to slay the rest of this episode. <laughs> Surely we will. Just going to kill it. Here we go. Fucking old school. are so fresh. Snap! Right, we're back. (laughs) We're back. We are back. We're all mellowed out now. Guys, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this episode. (laughs) You hate every episode. I hate, no, I hate, I really hate this one. Really? (laughs) Really, really? No, like this is. Worst episode ever? Yes. No, surely not. Calling it right now. No. No, seriously, I'm Babe Ruth and I'm pointing. (laughs) I'm pointing and I'm saying this is the worst episode we've ever done. No. I agree with Frank. Surely not. Yeah, I can think of at least two others that were worse. (laughs) (laughs) At least two. At least two. (laughs) At least two. So you're saying it's in bottom three contention? Well, maybe. (laughs) I don't know about that. Hey, guys, hold on. My question to you is, are we as good as the news stories that we present? Or can we take crappy news stories and elevate an episode. Like, like, hold on. Like, somebody can hand us, like, horrible fucking news, and we can turn it, we can spin it like a seamstress. We can go all, like, fucking alchemy with it. Didn't we do that tonight and, with Rampage? And turn it into gold. No, that was garbage. Yeah, like, I the, was, like the crow. Like, <laughs> can we turn this into gold? Or are we just basically, like, uh, are, are we, are we bound, are we, uh, Bound to like the news that we are given this week because like the news this week sucks. Well, we know we can. It's been done before. We've done it before. Really, we have. Yes. Sometimes we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> not tonight. Whether, whether or not we can do it again tonight is is another question. All right. I don't think we've done it. I think like I'm not impressed. <laughs> Ever for our whole entire library? No, this episode. Oh, this episode. I'm talking about this particular episode. Like what we like, what we've brought to the table. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 sending it back. Like our waitress, like she hands us whatever she's given us. It's raw. You're slamming your fist on it, yeah. Chef Ramsay style. Yeah, raw. <laughs> no, I think raw. I think our presentations for good pop, bad pop were on point. You had that amazing movie, and we have Final Fantasy 15. Those are good things. Listen to you over there. <laughs> what? Those are good things. I'm proud of my review. I'm not. 
I'm not proud of your review. Oh. <laughs> I'm not proud of my review either. Oh. I don't think I did it justice. How Listen could to you? you. <laughs> How dare you? Listen to you over there. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. <laughs> Is that what I'm doing? You're not helping, Frank. Oh. <laughs> All right, what do we got? What do we got left? We got some more Marvel news left. Uh, let's see here. Sebastian Stan, he plays uh, the Winter Soldier. Mm. He posted a picture of himself on Instagram. He was in a hallway carrying his own Captain America shield. And the post read, excuse me, where's the restroom? A big thank you and show and shout out to Casey McBroom. Uh, from at Shield Labs for making this for me uh, will come in handy. Now that's the key sentence. He says will come in handy. Is he talking about him taking over uh, the Captain America moniker? Is he, is he talking about you know Chris Evans dying possibly? Is he talking about having like a nice new TV tray that he can use when he's watching shit? Exactly. Is that what he's <laughs> is that what he's talking about? He's th- is he talking about using the shield <laughs> as, as like the functionality of this shield and eating on it? Um, he, he did ask to go to the bathroom. Maybe it's like a bank shot he's got to make into the urinal. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's usually treatment reserved for me. <laughs> <laughs> this episode... <laughs> This uh, wow! It deflects everything. <laughs> what is he talking about? Is he is is, is this? Uh, are people reading too much into this tweet? I, yeah, I, he, he's. It was an Instagram or something like. Shit yeah, like that. it was. Uh, it was a post on Instagram. He's uh, some some uh, some dude, Casey McBroom from uh, Shield Labs, made this. Uh, you know, Captain America shield for him, and he says he he kind of cryptically says, "Will come in handy." Yeah. Kinda, Kind of like making us think, like, oh, is Chris Evans going to die? Is he going to take over, you know, the Captain America moniker? Is he going to be Captain America? Yeah, for sure. I, they're definitely on purpose trying to freak fans to fuck out. Like that's a fucking given, right? Yeah. And maybe they're just trying to test the waters a little bit too, sure. and seeing what like social media reaction to yeah. such a thing would be. Ah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to him signing a nine picture deal and oh, Chris yeah. Evans signing a six picture deal. Oh yeah. You know, can we read into that? I mean, I think we can. Since the beginning, I've always assumed that we were going to see this storyline. Yeah. But do you think that we're done seeing Chris Evans as Captain America? I don't. No. Me I either. think I think Bucky will take the mantle, and then we will still see Chris Evans come back as Steve Rogers. Okay, so Jake's in the camp that he will take the mantle. Yes. Hmm. I don't know. Not anytime soon, I don't think. Uh, I'm 50-50. Like, I... I understand what Jake's saying. Like, it, it kind of seems like they've been teasing it mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen Bucky hold the shield yeah. in the movies. Yeah, he caught it out of midair. Yeah, so we've seen it. It's kind of been teased. Uh, Cap, you know, for a long time we thought Chris Evans was going to leave the franchise. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. You know, uh, you know, take over some directorial stuff. I feel like Chris Evans actually feels the love now. He 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 understands like what this character does for him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't think that he can see himself not being Captain America. To 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 let that go is insane right now. It, it makes sense for a guy like Hugh Jackman to let go of Wolverine. Oh yeah, oh right. I mean, you know, he's been doing it for fifteen years now. Yeah, uh, sixteen. 16. I was say, 16. Yeah. even longer. Sixteen years. Mm-hmm. I know. I was one year off. <laughs> Excuse the fuck out of me, you asshole. <laughs> no, but he's been doing it for sixteen years. He's been doing. I mean, to to. And I think that I, I kind of think that he kind of 
he kind of fucked himself by getting like more physically fit every time. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. The yeah. fucking oh, you mean Hugh Jackman? Yeah, like yeah. you don't need to stay that fucking Jack to play Wolverine. Like, he was even more and more jacked and cut every, every successive film, film. Yeah. until Apocalypse. He was so goddamn yeah, yeah. and yeah. He was so he, he gets like more like cut and vascular mm-hmm. each film and like to stay up with that every year mm. and every film it's hard it takes a harder toll on his body the older he gets oh right and he getting close to 50 yeah i mean he's like in his mid 40s so the thing is it's like i i you <coughs> kind of fucked himself there and um and if you watch the first x-men movies he's not that cut Mm-mm, like no. hell go back and watch rocky one Sylvester Stallone isn't that jacked. Right. I mean, he's a stocky fucking tough guy. Mm-hmm. But, like, by the time he's doing, like, Rocky Three, he's like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I do. I yeah. do. Yeah. I like this Wolverine talk. How, how long until um, after Hugh Jackman retires do you think it'll be until we see a new Wolverine? They've got to do a new Wolverine. Yeah. They've got to. Less I mean, than five years? Less, yeah. Less than five years. Yeah. I, I'm thinking like the two to three range. Hold on. I mean, okay. Uh, if I'm going to use uh, as a template, I'm going to use uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. Like how long was it before, you know, after uh, Christian Bale hung up the cape and cow before we got a new Batman? You know, he hung up the cape and cow back in uh, 2012? Yeah. Yeah. So four years? It goes both ways, though, because, I mean, the other way around, like, Batman and Robin, between that and the Nolan movie, like, that was... Ah, uh, Hollywood. Hollywood was done with uh, with superhero movies. Yeah, that's true. Different, different Especially Warner, Warner Brothers. They were done. Yeah. They were <clears> done. <throat> they were done with the superhero movies, man. That's true. That's true. So, like, right now, super, superhero movies are, like, the hot thing right now in Hollywood. Mm. Every Everybody's wanting to get their new comic book movie out there, like... You're, my God, we're getting fucking uh, what? What is it? Like you know, FX is talking about doing Why the Last Man, you know, based oh, yeah. on an image comic. You know, it, it, everybody's wanting to get the new comic book movie out there, TV show, whatever it may be. Look at Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man Two was 2014. Boom. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. So we're looking at everything's three years. getting fast tracked. Yeah. yeah, everything's getting fast tracked. Oh, it was a bigger turnaround than that if you count Civil War. That's true. Two, only two years then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So God I, damn, I think it, I do. doesn't it feel like we just reviewed Amazing Spider-Man two? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That one feels so. I, I sometimes it feels like we just reviewed Days of Future fucking Past. Yeah. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, time flies. So yeah, I don't know. I I think that we'll get definitely get a new Wolverine. Um, probably within the next few years, especially we'll, if this one does really well, we'll get new casting. I, I like we're always reading something on like these sites, on these new sites, and I'm thinking like you know, um, you know, the Hollywood Reporter, Entertainment Weekly, Variety. One of them is going to come out with uh, you know, hey, it looks like uh, Fox Studios is looking for so and so to be their next Wolverine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be a bit like the Han Solo thing, right? I think we'll start hearing rumors of it anywhere from six months to a year out after the last Wolverine movie comes out. I agree, mm-hmm. if not sooner. Yeah, mm-hmm. if not sooner. You know, because it'll still be the buzz to talk about. Yeah, I think after the Wolverine comes out on like you know uh, to rent DVD and Blu-ray, once it comes out and it's kind of finished, because have they really committed to Deadpool? being a part of canon as far as like fox is that like a thing i don't know hard to say hard to say yeah so 
It feels like it's its own cheeky little universe. Like, yeah, right. Even now, with the inclusion of Colossus, right? It still feels it's like a, well, it's, a, it's a different Colossus. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not uh, the same actor that played Colossus, Daniel Cudmore. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a completely different. You know. <laughs> yeah, and how he recognizes all the actors that play people right. in the X Men movies yeah. franchise. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it does feel like it's a little bit more of a its own pocket universe. Yeah, until they actually collide, it's. I don't really feel like they are completely. And even are then, it's gonna- safer to see Deadpool come into the other universe as opposed to vice versa. Yeah, are are we going to get that? Are we ever going to get that? Well, I'm sure you get something, even if it's a cameo. Deadpool showing up, like, okay, like, the next X-Men film is supposed to be rumored in the 90s. Like, this last one, okay, we got the 60s one with X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. Days of Future Past was in the 70s. We got Apocalypse in the 80s. The next one's rumored to be in the 90s. Yeah. All right. Is Deadpool ever going to show up in this? I think I think a lot hinges on Deadpool 2. I feel like if Deadpool 2 comes out and does the same thing, includes cable, whatever, but doesn't actually have any real, like... I think a lot hinges on the fact of the next X-Men movie. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. the next X-Men movie blows up, then of course they'll want to merge these two. Because, like, the next X-Men movie, they're talking about doing Dark Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. They're talking about doing Dark Phoenix Saga. Like, where does that fit in with Deadpool? Yeah, not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I just feel like if Deadpool 2 blows up, too, if it makes even more fucking money than Deadpool 1, then they're, they're not going to do that quite yet. They're, oh, they're not going to merge them. Yes. That makes sense. Keep it separate. Yes. But, like, what if... Uh, okay. I feel like if Deadpool 2 is, like, all of a sudden it makes a quarter of what Deadpool 1 made, mm-hmm. or even half, then maybe they may try to... Uh, Spruce it up. All right. Whenever you include Deadpool into someone else's film also, yeah. it's going to take you out of that. I mean, just because of Deadpool's nature. Like, if they're doing it right and breaking the fourth wall and shit, it's going to alter the tone of the movie, at least for those you know few minutes or whatever that he's on screen. I disagree with up. that. You, you can handle that right. Like, I feel like Spider-Man and Civil War is the perfect example. Like, you can handle a Deadpool cameo where it doesn't completely take the movie off the rails and put Deadpool in the driver's seat. And still have him be a like I think it could work like you could properly write Deadpool into an X Men movie. It depends if it's a if it's supposed to be like a dark serious piece if it, if it's all gloom and doom and shit. I so I still think Civil War is the perfect example. Like it it gets dark and heavy at times, but the overall tone of the movie, especially when Spider Man's in it, it, it fits. Yeah. But Spider Man is wacky and goofy and having fun, and then later on you can you know do all the stuff with. Tony and Steve and everything, and that is still heavy, you know. I think a biggest, the big reason why that worked in Civil War was because of how Spider Man was playing off of those characters at the moment, especially right now, because we don't know who other castings we have. It's hard to see Deadpool fitting into that universe, at least as they've built it so far, and having it make sense. I guess I agree with both of you. Like, I, I just, if Deadpool's gonna be in the X-Men movie, I wanna see him, like, in that Quicksilver or Spider Man, like, one scene role. Like, I do not want to really see the Deadpool X-Men team-up movie from start to end. It'd be hard I think to get the continuity good. I think we're at least... I think we're at least one more Deadpool movie. Yeah, oh, yes. And one more X-Men movie away from them committing to putting... To combining these universes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's definitely... It's definitely they're thinking about it. Yeah. It, they're thinking about it, but I think it depends on the next X-Men movie. To be quite honest with you, 
if they do go ahead with this next uh, this next X Men movie and they don't reboot, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. I'm waiting to hear a director announcement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited to see a, a non singer X Men movie. Me, I am too. too. I am too. I, well, we've seen a non X non singer X Men movie. Yeah, we've seen and, two, and once oh. it was great. We've seen yeah, two. We, we've seen we've seen Brett Ratner yeah. destroy absolutely destroy. Uh, the Phoenix Saga, yeah, in X Men: Last Stand, mm-hmm. yeah, and whatever else he could get his hands on <laughs> between the Juggernaut and and just everything, yeah, though. and just Weapon X was just garbage, <laughs> and that. But we've also seen what Matthew Vaughn could do, yeah, which and was what, amazing, and it was amazing with X Men: First Class, yeah, yeah, jump started his career, absolutely. Yeah. So I I don't know, I'm just. Uh, I think that Fox is going to want to keep these separate until they see the reception. I think Fox has full confidence in Deadpool 2. Agreed. Uh, agreed. I think that Fox is kind of uh, worried about the performance of whatever this next uh, flagship X-Men film can do. Oh, okay. yeah. I completely agree. Not not only do they have full confidence in Deadpool 2, but I think you're right. They're like, thank Goodness for Deadpool. Too. Yes. Yeah. Thank yes. goodness. Yes. Thank goodness because yes. we don't we don't even know on this X Men. We have no clue what's going to go with on, on with this next X Men movie. Do we even know they're they're going to go forward with the next next X Men movie with the current cast? It feels like no. It feels like none of them really want to do any of it anymore. I feel like the cast wants to do it. You do. You do. Yeah. I feel like uh, you know. I I feel like the cast wants to go ahead. I I feel like you know. Uh, Cody Smith McPhee wants to be Nightcrawler again, and yeah, yeah. But what about the biggies? Like, do Fassbender and McAvoy want to do it again? Fassbender, I think he's one hundred percent in. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, can see he, that. he's always kind of said like, you know, I love the Laird character of Magneto, and I think that McAvoy wants to come back if everyone wants to come back, right? Mm-hmm. I think McAvoy, if 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 they can get McAvoy. Uh, if he hears that, yeah, Fastbender's coming back. Okay, all right, I'm fi- I'm fifty percent in. And if he hears that J Law's back in, Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, then he's a hundred percent back in. Yeah, she seems to be the issue. She right? seems to be the issue. And you know what? If she doesn't come back, I don't see McAvoy coming back. And then. It doesn't. Which, it which doesn't, is a shame because she's the easiest one to write out of the whole thing. Yeah, yes, I agree with that. Yes, it's yeah. a super shame. Yeah, and and the story would probably be served better to have her character written out of yeah. it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I. Uh, it doesn't make sense to just have Fastbender come back and not McAvoy. No, and you need the both of them. I I want them to drop it. If it was me. I would want them to just reboot the X Men universe. Go go forward with your Deadpool movies and just make great Deadpool movies. Yeah, you don't want one final shitstorm in this in this universe. No, <laughs> I you, don't. You want to go out on Apocalypse? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I do. I want it to end. Yeah, I think I want one more. I can't do one more. I want one more. Are there any characters by any of the current actors that you would want to see again? Like I I wouldn't mind seeing the Storm, who played her. Be Storm again. There wasn't enough really done with her in Apocalypse. I didn't care for. I love uh, what's his name, Nick Holt, uh, the guy that plays the Beast. Beast. Yeah. yeah, I love him. Like I'd love to see him get one more go. Well, yeah, he needs he needs something. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah. I'm, I just wasn't a big fan of like what they did in Apocalypse. I, I, I love Evan Peters' Quicksilver. Yeah. It's just like how many times are you going to play that gimmick? Yeah. Right. Oh, I agree. I yeah. agree. Insane sequelitis action going on in that yeah. shit. Yeah. It's crazy. All right, guys. Uh, let's see here. Uh, San Paulo, Brazil hosted a Comic-Con event and a panel where a clip from Spider-Man Homecoming was uh, was shown to the audience. Oh, shit. And according to Ryan Peganos from Marvel, this guy is from Marvel, uh, he revealed on Twitter that there's a case from, Stony, uh, from Tony Stark with an upgrade for Spidey. Mm-hmm. Then we see Spidey leap off a building, open his arms, web wings. Yeah, that's, you, a, that's awesome. You think it's awesome? Yeah, I like oh. it. I okay. like it. I, I think in Civil War, they're, they're really going for that Ditko-y, old-school Spider-Man look. And, and I always think of those fucking underarm web wings. Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, what is it? Amazing Stories 15? Yeah, or Amazing Fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah, Amazing 15. Fantasy number 15. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think it's cool. Like I, you know, if it's just a spot in the movie, I think that's kind of a neat spot. Yeah, that's gonna make my fucking palms sweat to watch it, though. Jesus. Yeah, I think you're in for some really cool stuff. Oh. If you're afraid of heights, the <laughs> Spider-Man movie might get to some you. Some of that shit gets to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, it's been confirmed uh, from Ryan Pen- Penagos that uh, he's gonna have the uh, the underarm web. The webbing. You like the web wings? Uh, indifferent? I, I, indifferent. Mm-hmm. I'm really indifferent to it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like uh, I, I love the um, the mechanical webs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the organic Sam Raimi, <laughs> yeah. Tobey mm-hmm. Maguire webs. I'm not a fan of that. It is cooler to have it be the old school web, yeah. web shooters. Yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of the web shooters. As far as like the the underarm webbing, it doesn't really like get my fanboy meter like mm-hmm. to a ten. It doesn't really do anything for me. When I see it in the movie, that's fine. If if I see it and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Eh, I mean, I guess. I mean, it just doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I hear yeah. about it, it just doesn't get me like, oh fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. He's got uh, webs underneath his goddamn arms. What if they say uh, in an alternate universe? They say that uh, Tony Stark gives him the spider armor. Are you flipping out for that? Not in this film. Okay. No, if we if we get Iron Spider mm-hmm. in uh, in the next Spider Man solo film, yeah, I'm pumped. It almost feels like a thing that you pull out for the next time Spider Man's in like an Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what that makes saying? sense. That's like yeah. his Hulkbuster. Not yeah. a, not in a solo film. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. not in a solo film. Exactly. But, like, yeah, if Tony Stark is involved somehow in this next movie, I'm cool with that. And we know he is. We, yeah. we know it's a, it's a Tony Stark Spider-Man team-up movie. Yes. We know he's going to be in this movie, and I'm all for it. But, like, I don't want to see Iron Spider in the next movie. Like, yeah, like you're saying Avengers film? Yeah. Holy yeah. fuck. If I see a... a I lo- I'll be honest with you. Aesthetically, I love the Iron Spider design. Oh, yeah. It looks very cool. It looks very cool. I've seen statues of it. I've read it in the comics. It yeah. looks gorgeous. It's awesome. And if I see it in a movie, I'll flip the fuck out. Just like I was excited to see the Hulkbuster. Yeah. I was excited. And the, I love the Hulkbuster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was excited to see it in the movie. I didn't like how they did it. Yeah. I mean, but aesthetically, like, look-wise. Aesthetically, oh, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. 
And I love, aesthetically, I love how the Iron Spider looks. Yeah. It looks amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I just don't think that this is the movie to do it in. Yeah, I didn't think about it until you said it. And then I was like, oh, that's totally a you whip it out for the big event. Avengers Absolutely. Movie. Absolutely. Uh, guys, uh, Jake, I didn't know if you knew this. Yeah. Do you know who's doing the score for Spider-Man Homecoming? Um, it's, um, old dude, lost guy, Michael, Giacchino. Michael Giacchino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Michael Giacchino's doing the fucking score for Spider-Man. You know what? We might actually get a good Spider-Man movie score. <laughs> you don't like the Danny Elfman stuff? Not a huge fan. Yeah, I think it's okay. I that Electro like, shit was garbage. No, like, I love Danny Elfman. Mm-hmm. I think Danny Elfman's great. You know, I love Batman. Yeah. Batman's fucking iconic. Mm-hmm. But like when I think of like like when I think of Superman, I think of the John Williams score. Right. Oh yeah. You know when I think of ba- Batman, I think of Danny Elfman. When I think Spider Man, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> okay. I, if you put a gun to my head, I couldn't hum it. Yeah. In Amazing Spider Man, the score was awful. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know who fucking did the score for Amazing Spider Man or Amazing Spider Man Two. But it's fucking awful. He doesn't have his like own theme. He doesn't have his own anthem. Right. Yeah. Michael Giacchino, you better fucking bring it. Because I'll tell you one thing. When the Avengers get assembled, yeah, in Avengers, that's a fucking score. Yeah. That's a fucking score. Yeah. Oh, my God. When, it, when we're watching uh, back in 2012 when we saw the Avengers all together for the first time, they, they do that pan. Who did that movie? I don't fucking know, but they did a goddamn great job. Oh, yeah, they did. They Didn't did. they? Yeah. Oh, my God. When they're, I, I got to find this. Yeah, thing. find out. Find out. You pause that. Sh- I'm going to pause this shit while you look. All right, Jake, who composed that fucking shit? Alan Silvestri. Yeah. Yeah, he did a bunch of Marvel movies, too. Yeah. Captain America Captain stuff, America. which is really good, too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's, what I, that's what I want. I want Spider-Man to have, like, his own fucking anthem, his own... His own music. Yeah, hopefully it's a that good one. It makes you think of Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. I watched the, you know, the Donner Superman, and that's the music that I, you know, it's the music that I on that I automatically think of Superman. Oh right, absolutely. Yeah, not only when Spider-Man shows up with his brand new fucking Iron Spider outfit, you want him to show up with his brand new fucking iconic theme song absolutely. in the next Avengers yeah. movie. That'd yeah. be badass. Yeah. All right, so, uh, yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming uh, hits theaters July 7th of 2017. Holy shit, guys, we are so close to that. Yeah, wow, new Spider-Man Right around movie. the corner, we're going to be reviewing a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Unless Fuck, I don't yeah. fucking burn the shit to the ground first. <laughs> Go keep, showgirls. Keep that match yeah. in your pocket. Guys, let's move on to some DC news. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> the bumper. Last night... Batman destroyed my vagina. And now the leftovers are going to destroy DC News. It's time for DC News, you fucking pieces of shit. All right, guys. Recently, Monty Python alum John Cleese followed Ben Affleck. And then he followed Zack Snyder, which are his only DCEU-related follows. Now, hold on. Follow me now. This usually happens when a star gets a role in a film associated with these certain guys, okay? Mm-hmm. So people are speculating now that John Cleese could get a role in a DC film. He has no DCEU-related posts on his Twitter. Now, hold on. Before, now, before you start saying – before you start calling bullshit – 
Mm-hmm. I know, Jake, you're wanting to call bullshit. No, no, I'm not. Okay. All right. The same thing is exactly what happened with Joe Manganella before he was signed on for Deathstroke. Yeah. This exact same thing happened. So people are speculating that John Cleese might have a role in the DCEU. They might get John Cleese to have a role in one of these films. Also, Twitter users noticed that Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice UK account and DC Films Universe photographer Clay Enos has followed John Cleese on the social media website. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm not. This is all I got for DC news, but I, I thought we should bring this up. Man, I love that your only DC news is uh, <laughs> yeah. talking about John Cleese. That's all I got this week, guys. Other than uh, Mr. Mixel, Mr. Mixelplex is going to be. Uh, a character on Supergirl. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. It's that's my all, favorite Superman villain. That's all I got. But I really wanted to spend time talking here, just a little bit of time talking about John Cleese. Yeah, that'd be cool. I love it. Holy shit, I love it too. Yeah, I love it. I, ho- I hope they give him something to do, though. Like, I remember yeah. being super pumped that John Cleese was going to be in Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, and then they dropped uh, him. Yeah, he's in it. It just It's just one little bit. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was he? What, what character? The, he's the, nearly Peeves? headless Nick. Nearly headless and Nick. That's right. Peeves and, is the one that's completely that's right. dropped. And nearly headless Nick shows up in like later books, but he doesn't show up in later films. Right. Yeah. In the books, they have his death day party. Yeah. Which uh-huh. is super fun. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. But see, yeah. So uh, I, I am going to call it now. I think that he will show up in the DCEU. No, I, I, I agree. Why else is he following these people? Yes. Right. Yes. And yeah. And you've got you've got the uh, the photographer Clay Enos following John Cleese now. It mm-hmm. seems like these things are lining up. You know, it seems like some of these people are kind of hip to like, you know, what, like, especially what happened with Joe, Joe Manganiello. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and like some of the followers. Why, why the fuck else would John Cleese right. all of a sudden follow? Right, Ben Affleck. It doesn't and, make you know. sense. It right. doesn't make sense. So yeah, John Cleese, DCEU. Give him a good character. And I'm ready. I love this guy. It's so awesome how we get our scoops these this day and age. Yeah, like, through Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he followed these these three people. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, are you assholes ready to go? <laughs> ready to move on to Star Wars news? Yeah, or otherwise known as not talk about DC news. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all I, like I got. About it. Yeah, Mister Mixelplick is going to be showing up in Supergirl. Yeah, that's awesome. Season two. Uh, all right, Star Wars news. I fucking hate this up. <laughs> Wonder who they're gonna get. What? Wonder who they're gonna get if they're gonna get any notable person for Mixplex. I, I don't know. I know um, Mark Hamill's gonna be coming back as uh, Trapster, Trickster, Trickster, <laughs> Trapster. Trapster. That's a Spider-Man character, right? <laughs> as uh, he's gonna be coming back as the Trapper Keeper. He's a, <laughs> a Fantastic Four villain. Yeah. He's like the guy with the glue gun, right? Yeah. Pace Pot Pete is the Trapster. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Star Wars news. You got what the Misa saying. You were supposed to be here with me listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. That's not true. That's impossible. Guys, THR is reporting that Rogue One has had the biggest pre-sales of 2016. MovieTickets.com is saying that they had their biggest single day in sales with Rogue One tickets going on sale. Fandango reported the same and that it was the 
that it was only second in sales to The Force Awakens. Yeah, this is not surprising. Fuck right? no. Anything with Star Wars attached, the pre-sales are just going to be insane. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to blow up. Yeah, until they fucking, you know... Hit us with the fucking Phantom Menace equivalent. What was it? A hundred? What, what, what were they calling? A hundred and thirty million opening weekend? Yeah. Nah, yeah. it's gonna blow it out of the water. Oh yeah, I agree. I Probably agree. what two fifty, two eighty, Mark? No, what the fuck are you talking about? Two fifty, two eighty. Not More domestic. Oh, not domestic. Yeah, not week one. I, I would say. Uh, I would say. One, I would say one sixty. Yeah, I was thinking one fifty. One fifty, one sixty. Yeah. Um, Regal Cinemas has launched the Rogue One Regal Ultimate Ticket. Comic Book Resources explains what the ticket does. Orders for the Regal Ultimate Ticket can be made through Regal's website and is valid for Regal theaters only. The card also allows holders to see the film in 3D, RPX, and IMAX. What the fuck is RPX? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so you can vary it up when you're seeing Rogue One every day for months. The item is also a collector's item in its own right, as it features the movie title laser cut through an anodized steel gold etching. Holy shit. And a rebellion insignia in black gloss. Every card is also personalized with the cardholder's name, which is permanent, permanently inscribed on the back. The ticket is $100 and is limited to 1,000 tickets. Now, what this ticket is going to allow you to do, Frank, it's going to allow you to watch Rogue One anytime you want to while it's in the theater. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. How much? It's a collector's item. $100. Oh, that's not bad. $100 plus shipping. That's not bad. It's limited to 1,000 tickets. But you have to be able to watch this in a regal cinema. We don't have any regal cinemas near us, no, guys. Yeah, no. So, but for those people that have regal cinemas near you, you can buy this for a hundred bucks, which means you can go there every day if you want to and watch Star Wars Rogue One every day. It's in the theater. Yeah, fuck you, Carmike. Where's where's our, yeah, no where's, our where's our fucking <laughs> you Star can, Wars Rogue you can, One card? You can watch it in three D. You can watch it in IMAX. You can watch it in RPX, whatever the fuck that is. You can watch it any day you want to for a hundred bucks. So if you're like a super fan that wants to watch this as many times as you want to, mm. this might be worth it to you. And on the flip side, and it's, you get the collectible. It's the collectible. Yeah, it's the collectible. It's a limited to a thousand tickets. You get your name inscribed on there. Even if you saw it fucking once, getting once. that fucking collectible sure. for yeah. hundred bucks, that's that's nice. Yeah, yeah, very fucking cool. Yeah, it is cool. Very cool. Uh, this is not the first time that uh, movies have done this. I remember. Uh, uh, yeah, something else just did it recently. Interstellar. Yes, yes, it was Interstellar that did it. They came out with the Interstellar ticket. I, it, I don't think it was as hyped as this. No, but it's gonna blow your mind so much. <laughs> right, you're gonna want to see it thirty times, <laughs> guys. Star Wars Rogue One. Has an official runtime now. Oh. Ooh. Two hours and 13 minutes. Yes. Not bad. So, yeah. Uh, I also wanted to talk about the uh, Star Wars Rogue One reshoots. And this next bit of news comes from THR. They say they go on to say, Tony Gilroy, who was brought on to rewrite and help oversee reshoots for the Gareth Edwards-directed Star Wars film out December 16th, will pocket 
north of five million dollars for his efforts, says resources. Gilroy, writer of several Bourne movies and director of Best Picture Oscar nominee Michael Clayton, first was brought in to help write dialogue and scenes for Rogue uh, Rogue One's reshoots and was being paid $200,000 a week, according to several resources. That figure is fairly normal for a top-tier writer on a big-budget studio film. But as the workload... And the reshoots expanded. So did Gilroy's time and paycheck. Gilroy started on Rogue One in June. And by August, he was taking a leading role with Edwards in post-production, which lasted well into the fall. The reshoots are said to have tackled several issues in the film, including the ending wow. of the film. Hmm. This guy's making $5 million fucking dollars doing reshoots. Yeah, that's a great gig. Yeah, it fucking is. Tony Gilroy. <laughs> Jesus, somebody needs to be. <laughs> but yeah, um, took over the ending. Does that give you some pause? You guys a little worried about this now? Actually, actually, no. I mean, with the, with your reception to Godzilla, it makes me think that possibly someone did need to come in here and kind of tag team with Gareth Edwards uh-huh. and yeah, just help it be. out a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. And it's not to say that they're changing much of what they originally had. He could have just been doing some additions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is something that we've talked about before. Will Rogue One get a sequel? Uh, here's your answer from uh, THR. Things aren't looking good for Jen Erso or the rest of her Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Comrades, according to Lucasfilm President Kathleen Kennedy, no matter how well the first standalone Star Wars performs at the box office there won't be a sequel kennedy made the announcement in the latest issue of empire's print magazine as noticed by slash film and she was backed up by john knoll the lucasfilm chief creative officer and former visual effects supervisor who came up with the idea for the movie in the first place and director uh, director gareth edwards uh, Edwards, in fact, goes uh, so far as to say that any sequel will be directed by George Lucas, <laughs> oh. referencing the fact that the new movie is explicitly intended as a prequel to the 1977 original Star Wars that launched the entire franchise. So basically saying that, no, as far as films go, we're getting no prequel. We're getting no sequel. Yeah, and he's like basically saying this is as close to right before yes. a new hope as you're ever going to get. Yeah, I took it like a joke, like the sequel being directed by George Lucas being episode four. That we're That's, saying the same oh, thing. Okay. It's the same thing. Gotcha. Hi, welcome to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Frank. See, I thought I was quick and I was fucking slow as hell. Nice. Slow down. Back it up. Fine. We left Frank on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, basically, coming off of that, Gareth Edwards, uh, he was asked if Leia, Princess Leia and R2-D2 will be in Rogue One in a recent interview uh, he gave in France. And he says, I don't want to ruin it for people. Whoa. That's not, that's not yes. That's not no. Right. He says, I don't want to ruin it for people. Um, I'm betting that – who are you betting? I don't think we're seeing. I don't think we're going to see Leia, but I'm saying we might see R2D2 in yeah, this fucking could. shit. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Well, they got to give the planes to somebody. I was thinking like K2SO. 
But you never know. It could be R2 now. Yeah. Yeah, Tartan. Yeah, who knows? Who knows how close up to the edge of episode four we're going to get here by the yeah. end of this movie? That's right. the yeah. big question, I guess. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Rogue One director. Uh, oh, hold on. I Yeah, hold on. Uh, Gareth Edwards also did talk about, uh, I thought this was interesting. George Lucas visited the set. Oh, I read all about this. This was crazy. Of Rogue One. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I, I think it's cool. I love it. I love it too. I feel like I feel like he should be involved. At least I feel it was cool that that Gareth Edwards invited him. Yeah, for sure. Especially for this movie, like we've already talked yeah. about how like how he joked about how the sequel was by George Lucas. Like yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's really even more so than Episode Seven. This yeah. is the homage to what right. Lucas created. Right. Yeah. I thought it was really cool that uh, George Lucas was invited. He was really funny, too, some of his yes. comments. Uh, it was Gareth Edwards says, uh, he, he talked about this uh, set visit by George Lucas. He says, there are two things to do in life. <laughs> Show his Star Wars movie to George Lucas and be George Lucas in making a Star Wars movie. Uh, he, he was talking about George Lucas here. He says... Yeah. He made jokes by asking for more digital effects <laughs> and less construction of the trays, but we do as much practical effect as possible. So, yeah. I thought a little bit of self poking. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> uh, Gareth Edwards. Let's see here. Blah blah blah. What the fuck do I got? Oh yeah, Gareth Edwards uh, was speaking to, to the Star Wars show. And revealed that there will be some Easter eggs in the film. He says, there's some Easter eggs in Saw Gerrera's cave. There are some cave paintings. One of them is the creatures that were in my first film called Monsters. And then there's a Godzilla. I didn't ask for it. I just came in one day and saw it. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, cool. Easter eggs there. So watch for it. Makes it makes it cooler, Gareth Edwards, if you don't just tell people about it. Right. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, there's you that fucking thing. egomaniac. <laughs> yeah. He's assuming that nobody nobody watched monsters. Uh, He's all right. right. Some answers. Will Rogue One have an opening crawl? We've talked about this before, and what Kathleen Kennedy said about it. Now we have confirmation from the director Gareth Edwards. He says. There is no opening crawl. Yep. But there is a prologue at the beginning of the film that takes place 15 years before the action of the film, and that is how the action is exposed. Our film comes from the text of episode four. If we give the text, it would be endless. We really had to differentiate, uh, differentiate, I can't say that fucking (laughs) word, differentiate. I can't say it. <laughs> I can't do it. Differentiate. Differentiate. Thank you, Frank. Differentiate Rogue One from the rest of the saga. So basically, uh, it takes place. They're going to show a prologue that takes 15 years before. So for, what I'm taking from that is that we know that Jyn Erso is eight years old in that prologue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So by the time we see Jyn Erso, she's 23. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Jesus, I hate this fucking episode. <laughs> that prologue, I'm sure, will have mostly to do with the stuff with their father. Too. Oh, yeah. Krennic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Williams uh, and more Star Wars new. John, uh, John Williams will begin scoring episode eight this month. Wow. Nice. So, yeah, John Williams is going to start scoring episode eight in December. It's <sighs> exciting. 
Very exciting. Uh, YouTuber Mark Zero had a video, and he is claiming he knows a line from the unreleased Episode 8 trailer <laughs> that he's gotten from multiple sources. Jake, did you hear about this? No. Okay. The line comes from Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, and it's directed to Ray. The line reads, okay, are you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. Basically, this guy, uh, Mark Zero, he claims he knows a line that's from an unreleased Star Wars Episode <laughs> Eight trailer. <laughs> I think you're building me up for some bullshit here. Right? Well, his name is Zero. Maybe yes or maybe no. He, <laughs> he's not confirming this line, okay? Mm-hmm. He's heard it from multiple sources. So oh. this guy has gotten emails about this line <laughs> from people that have watched this trailer and have emailed him separately, and all of them <laughs> have given him this one line. All right, you're killing me. Now I'm going to read this line. Lay it on me. And it's Luke Skywalker. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Luke Skywalker, and he's talking to Ray. Tell me. If this could be a line, <laughs> uh, is the anticip- is it killing you? It is killing you. I'm it's waiting killing. for something stupid like suck these nuts. Honestly, I'll be honest with you right now. Before I read the line, it's fucking good. Oh, All right. yes. That's exciting. It's really fucking good. It's exciting. Here's the line. And this is, this is Luke Skywalker <laughs> talking to Ray. And guys, we know. <laughs> Hold on. He's torturing us now. We know, we know, we know for the fact that, like, this is the first Star Wars Episode Eight. It's going to start off, and we know that this movie, pretty much we got confirmation that it's going to start off where the last movie left off. Yeah. Yeah. We know it's going to start off with Rey and and Luke, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, her holding out the lightsaber. Anyway, this line from Luke Skywalker to Ray, it says, "You contain the spark that will rekindle the fire." Wow. That, that is that is a great line. It's a great line. Yeah. Yeah. They should steal that. You can <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars episode 8 reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> right? Get this Mike Zero in here. Yeah. <laughs> Give him 200,000 a day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good line though, isn't it's it? It's a great line. Yeah. Wow. wow. To what? Like to the Jedi order or what? The spark. To what? That's what I'm asking. Is the spark to rekindle the fire of what? The Jedi Order or? No, to fucking line dancing, you stupid fuck. Let's bring line dancing back. You you contain the... <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Of course the Jedi Order, you stupid son of a bitch. What the fuck else is he talking about, you dumb fuck? I don't know. What's he talking about? No, man. <laughs> What's he talking about? What's he talking about? Crooning? Let's bring back crooning. <laughs> pod racing, bring it back. What the fuck is wrong with you? They should bring back pod racing. Oh, fuck, no. Yeah. You continue. <laughs> Ray Earnhardt Jr. Bring back pod racing. What is wrong with you? Of course the Jedi Order. It wasn't obvious to me. A beatboxing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 
I, I, I can't believe what I just heard. Yeah, you ever hear the person that says there's there's no bad questions? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> they, they, they never met Frank. <laughs> I thought it was a good question. <laughs> what, what is he talking about? Is he, is he talking about the Jedi Order? No. No, no, oh. Frank. Yeah, of course he's not talking about the Jedi Order. <laughs> Oh. What is wrong? Maybe it was the Skywalker legacy. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Jake. I, 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 Help I, me out here. I'm with you. I'm, I'm aghast. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Of course. It, 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 <laughs> that's unspoken. You don't need to say it. Of course it's the Jedi order. All right, then. <laughs> that's what makes it a great line. So it makes it a great line. Where the fuck are you? Where's your head at? <laughs> Apparently, at my what, no. What what else would he be talking about, Frank? Seriously, maybe it was the Skywalker legacy. I have no idea. The Skywalker legacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for bringing my fucking sperm back in. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, thank you. <laughs> I didn't know if you survived or not. It's a good thing to know that my uh, fucking sperm count still around. 20 million per ounce. Oh, Milliliter. Wow. Sorry. That's great, though. Crazy news. Crazy source. Yeah. Yeah. Mark zero. Mark zero. I'm going to take... Let's take a break. Another one? Jesus. Yeah. I got to piss. All right. Let's do it. Okay. All right. I just said I got to piss. <laughs> yeah. This episode, all <laughs> right, yeah, good times. <laughs> all right, there was a uh, there was a post on Reddit, and uh, it tries to explain. It's from uh, the Playboy. Mm-hmm. It tries to explain the origin of Ray. I want you to tell me what you think. It's I already tight. hate it, huh? I already hate it. You already hate it. I hate you. <laughs> Speculation. Go for it. All right. It's titled Ray is royalty. And uh, it says, uh, the royalties played always large parts in the Star Wars universe. In the prequel era, there were thousands of star systems with monarchic government. Before the Galactic Empire, many planets, for example, Naboo, Mandalore, Lasan, were ruled by royal families. Supreme Chancellor Palpatine declared the first Galactic Empire and named himself Emperor. The galaxy was grouped into oversectors controlled by the Grand Moffs. Monarchs lost their influence on the galactic politics and over their own people. In Star Wars Rebels, we learned that uh, we learned from Zeb, former captain of the Lasan High Honor Guard, that the Empire was wiped out. Uh, the, uh, that the Empire wiped out the royal family of Lasan. Along with most of its population, Queen Apelana of Dab- 
<laughs> Who was that again? <laughs> I said that with confidence. I said it with the utmost confidence. Queen of Palana. <laughs> God, who listens to this fucking shit? Uh, Queen Epelana of Naboo was also assassinated by the 501st Legion. House Organa, the royal house of Alderaan, at that time almost died out from the Imperial superweapon. The Death Star destroyed the entire planet. Although lots of governments suffered from the Empire's reign... Not all the families became extinct. In The Force Awakens, royal families were mentioned several times. Laura Santeca says about Leia, Oh, the general? To me, she is royalty. When we first meet Han in the movie, he is transporting three Rathars, Rathars to King Prana. Mm. At this point, we know for sure that some of the monarchs survived the imperial regime. This is where my theory comes in. I think Ray is from a royal family, from a planet unknown to the audience. The First Order invaded Ray's homeworld and wiped them out. Maybe a group of loyal guards escaped with the young Ray and left her on Jakku for, own sa- for her own safety. Guys, I'm also going to throw out there that Ray also means king in Spanish. Any truth to this? Is it all just fucking speculation and bullshit? I it smells like bullshit to me. Same here. Ray's just Ray. Shouldn't have to be royalty, and there's nothing that indicates it other than a stretch relation with her name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was open minded to hearing what what you were going to say, but after upon hearing it, it just I don't I don't buy any of it. It just seems like it has no fucking like impact whatsoever. Right. Right. Like as far as a storytelling device goes. I hate it. Yeah, it's just a big thud. Yeah. yeah. Like, if this was what the reveal was, it'd just be like, bloop. Yeah, yeah exactly. It doesn't mean <laughs> shit. It's useless writing. For, for some unknown planet, you're, the whole thing makes no fucking sense. I'm not a, ha- I'm not a fan of it. It doesn't go hand in hand with Ray's visions that she right. saw with Mas Kanata in any way right. whatsoever. Yeah. Or what it even appears to be her calling's going to be. It has nothing to do with, like, royalty or running a government or anything like that. Yeah. Bullshit. Not a fan. Both. I just wanted to throw it out there. That's yeah, cool. All right, guys. Anthony Bresnikin. You're familiar with the name, right? Yes. Anthony Bresnikin. Uh, Frank, you, no. you are not familiar with no, the I'm name. No, I'm not. I was just yeah. going to wait till you went ahead and explained it anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> I wanted to call you out, though. That's fine. You saw I, the I, lost look in my I eyes. I saw that dumbfounded <laughs> look on your face that I see every episode. And every minute. Every, every minute day. of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Deer in headlights. Yeah. Hey, hold on, hold on. I want to see that look again. Anthony Bresnikin. There it is. <laughs> I was watching too. <laughs> I just like making the visual pe- cues are there. I just like making people feel dumb. <laughs> Anthony Bresnikan, he's the Star Wars writer for Entertainment Weekly. Okay, uh, he was on Rebel Force Radio, and he dropped some interesting rumors concerning future episodes of the Star Wars saga films. Uh, Rebel Force Radio. This is what they said to him. 
And lastly is the rumored Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff, something Ewan McGregor has been on the record as saying it's something that he would be interested in. What do you think the odds are of something like that? Now, Anthony Bresnikan, he responded. He said, um, I have heard rumors that the one reason they haven't moved sooner on Obi-Wan is that they're not done with Obi-Wan quite yet. Mm. Hmm. Rebel Force Radio says, oh? And he says, in the saga films. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan thing happen beyond episode nine. They said, holy cow. And he says, which it would have to anyway, because they're booked up until episode nine. <laughs> Rebel Force Radio goes on to say, of course, yeah, of course. And then Anthony Bresnikan says, so I don't think that's controversial to say, but I think that there's bound to be some reference to Obi-Wan. And I'm not being coy here. This is literally all I know is that Lucasfilm's thinking is... If you want to tell an episode nine story, it's better that it happens after this first trilogy because things that happen in it can maybe reference the Force Awakens trilogy, if that makes any sense. Some of this sort of like doing uh, some of this is sort of like doing CIA spy work where you get little pieces of information and then you try to connect them. But I think that there'll probably be some reference to Obi-Wan in the saga films. Yeah, I mean, in some ways there already has been. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. And his connection to whatever characters he has happens to have connection with. I've already written that I think Ray has had some kind of connection to him. Family connection. So if that's the case... Maybe we see a part of that play out in the future, Obi Wan in a future Obi Wan movie. Ewan McGregor would be the perfect age to reprise that character. Um, they uh, uh, Rebel Force Radio says, "Yeah, r- yes, right." And then he says, "So he seems game to do it." And I think the movie hasn't been one they've greenlit just yet, but partly because they're still shaping the story. So we'll see. I think it's, again, kind of a no-brainer. So, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I love this idea. Like, Anthony Bresnikan, he was the first one to bring this rumor up that Mm -hmm. Rey is a Kenobi. Mm -hmm. She's not his daughter, but she's she's Obi-Wan Kenobi's granddaughter. And the reason they're not moving forward with green lighting and Obi-Wan Kenobi... Star Wars story is that they're not done with the character in the saga film. So once they get done with episode nine, which episode eight or episode nine could possibly reveal that she is a Kenobi. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then after that's revealed, then possibly we get our Ewan McGregor. Obi-Wan Kenobi story. Jake, you're chomping at the bit to say something. Yeah. it, It sounds, it also sounds like we're getting hinted at, that some reveal about Obi-Wan Kenobi will spark an interest in seeing some certain thing happen in Obi-Wan Kenobi's past. Yeah. 
Like, I feel like that's the big thing. Like, he kept bringing up, like, the story. It needs to be shaped and all that. Right. And, like, much like in, you know, the original Star Wars trilogy, they dropped the Clone Wars, and then we want to see what's up with all that. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. there's this fact about Obi-Wan Kenobi that's yet to be dropped in either Episode 8 or 9. Well, it's funny that Rey, when she picks up the lightsaber the first time, she's hearing Obi-Wan Kenobi's voice. Right. Yeah. Like, I of course, she, she also hears Yoda's voice, but... I don't think that Yoda's her dad. Yeah. I <laughs> or no, her no family resemblance no, yeah, whatsoever. Yoda was fucking her mom. <laughs> Yoda's just bored and always hanging out with Force Obi-Wan. Dude, can you imagine Yoda fucking fucking Ray's mom? <laughs> yes, I would rather I'm... not, yeah. <laughs> Come, you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, take my midichlorians. Midichlorians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, like, I, Anthony Bresnikin was the first to call it. He said that Ray could be a Kenobi. Yeah. So. It's cool. I like it. Yeah, it's cool. It's very fucking cool. I'm still going to, I'm still calling Raylo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still calling it, man. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Raylo. Raylo. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying a Kenobi. She's a Kenobi, possibly. Mm-hmm. She hooks. Uh, Kylo gets redeemed, mm-hmm. and we get Raylo, and then we get the perfect cocktail for the perfect Jedi. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Can you imagine the fucking genes of a Kenobi and a Skywalker getting together? Oh my God! I like your celebrity couple name. For it. It, yeah, Raylo. Oh, it, I didn't come up with that. Okay, like that's a thing. It's good. Like people have been talking about Raylo for like. Two years now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet there's torrid fan fiction. Oh, I oh my God. There is. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not taking credit for Raylo. That's a thing. But uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if she's a Kenobi. It's a cool talk. It is very cool. I buy that a lot more than I buy that she's some fucking royalty from somewhere, God knows where. Yeah, I'm not buying the whole royalty thing. I don't even know that, like, why that made waves on the internet like this past week. <laughs> so I guess it's a it's a new, unique theory. Yeah, regardless of how sure. accurate it may be. All right, guys, uh, you guys ready to move on in emails and then wrap this bitch up? Emails. Yeah, yeah. Or we could always say fuck emails. God, I don't want to. I want to get through them. All right, let's do it. That way I don't have to fucking do them next week. Let's do it. Let's hear that fucking bumper. All right, emails. I'll get through as many as I can, and then we'll wrap it up. Mail. Neil Thalander, whatever the fuck his name is, sends us an email. Uh, it's titled, I fucking love this show. And he starts off with a quote uh, from me and you, Jake, yes. uh, from episode 164. And uh, he actually fucking, it, it, it's almost like he's writing a screenplay here. He's got my line to you. And he puts Brian. And I say, I think they're called Vaultians. And then you say, makes sense. And then he puts, I have never laughed harder in anything in my life. Holy fuck, that was the most incredible exchange I've ever heard. Jake, I want to throw this out to you. We didn't mean that to be funny. (laughs) We didn't mean that to be funny. Jake Thalander, I think, honestly, he just likes laughing at my stupidity. (laughs) Right? 
Is I, that I it? Guess. Like, honestly, I think, like, there's intentional jokes that we give on this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll make an intentional joke. Like, I'll say something wanting people to laugh. Yes. Jake Thalander, though, being the pompous fuck that he is. <laughs> Neil, right? Neil. Yeah, what do they call him? Jake? Yeah. Yeah, Neil, being the pompous fuck that he is. Neil, I love you. You're a fucking. You're a weird guy. But anyway, <laughs> you're weird. No, he is weird. I don't. I, I like. I don't know. Inter- what part was funny? Me saying the makes sense. You saying the. I said that they're pr- from the planet of Vault, uh, and I, I said I think they're called Vaultians, and you said makes sense. <laughs> and he thought that was fucking hilarious because he thinks I'm an idiot. He like he loves laughing at our stupidity. <laughs> like I make I make like a hundred intentional jokes to yeah. try to get people to laugh. Uh-huh. This is like one of the unintentional jokes, <laughs> and then fucking Neil wants to point out that we're idiots. <laughs> so thank you, Neil. I'm glad I'm glad that all the other jokes that we tried to land that were intentional uh, did not land on you the way that me being me and Jake sounding stupid did. And we're so. natural comedians, even when we're not trying. Even when we're not trying, we're delivering the goods. No, those are the ones. <laughs> Those are the ones that Neil loves. Yeah. Neil loves laughing at her stupidity. So thank you, Neil. Thank you, Neil. Anyway, he says, as much as I love Donald... Do you get what I'm saying there? Yeah. Does that make fucking sense? Yeah, I think you're overanalyzing it, though. No, I don't think I am. Yeah. I don't think I am. I think you are a little bit. How? How? I think he probably thinks the other stuff is funny, too, but he just like that natural... No, this is what I meant. No, this is what he points out. (laughs) This is what he points out that cracks him up, is our stupidity. I don't think we're being stupid. Me struggling. Exchange. Me struggling to figure out that these people are Vaultians, and you said, makes sense. <laughs> I thought that was a funny thing. You're sticking up for Neil. I am, I am. I'll regret it, I'm sure, but... For no, now. I think Neil loves pointing out that we're idiots. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. I know. He, probably, he probably likes that, too. Yeah. Anyway, he says he's never laughed so hard at anything in his, in his whole life. <laughs> he's never been a, seen a bigger display of idiocy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your idiocy makes me laugh. Thank you. You guys are fucking morons. <laughs> I love listening to you fucking common folk. <laughs> common, <laughs> common folk. You fucking uh, morons. Plebeians. Yeah. You weebos. I love hearing you fucking say stupid shit. That was the most incredible exchange I've ever heard, he says. As much as I love Donald Glover as the new Lando, I'm way more in favor of Benjamin Button version of the character. Fuck continuity. I've been <laughs> I've been listening to old episodes. Uh, any way I can get to a any way I can get a science cock. <laughs> I don't a remember science that cock. Is that something we said? It has to be. I know we said like science. science. Yeah. Cock. Probably some throwaway idiot thing we said. Some some dumb thing. <laughs> some, yeah. Science cock. Science cock. And he's like, oh, these guys. These guys are fucking morons. <laughs> I love them, though. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love listening to idiots. These makes guys me feel so much makes me, science cock. Makes me feel smart. Science cock. Science cock, you guys... <laughs> Fill me with knowledge. Fucking morons. <laughs> uh, he says, yay from more uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Uh, one thing you forgot to mention. Wow, that's classic. It's not even that Tuesday. Classic, uh, no, he, he, it's a joke. Johnny What's It's Fuck Nuts is a Jedi master who developed the don't give a shit method of lightsaber fighting. Uh, I've never... I'm never eating turkey again. Fuck you, Frank. <laughs> uh, God damn it, Brian. You are a dick. 
and that's why the show is awesome. Embrace your Darthness. It's so fucking beautiful. And that comes from Neil Thalander. And uh, I am I am a dick because I fucking gave him a bunch of shit at the beginning of this fucking email. Yeah, you should have waited till you got to the end. Now you feel bad, huh? No, I don't. <laughs> I didn't think so. Really <laughs> he just told me to embrace my dickness there or my go. Darthness or whatever the fuck. Uh, we got an email here uh, from Tim. It's titled Happy Customer. Brian, <laughs> he titled Happy Customer. Brian's not an asshole. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, you guys are shocked. I am, a little. You guys are shocked. I wasn't shocked. Not that I that, should that be. That was sympathy for me. Hello, Jake. Hello, Brian, Jake, Frank, and other any other leftovers. Uh, good day to you all. I've been an avid listener to the pod since the start of 2016. After looking for pods that talk Marvel, DC, and Star Wars, I found you guys and never looked back. My Sundays are spent checking every 10 minutes to see if Pop Culture Leftovers podcast has been uploaded yet. I really enjoy the dynamic of recent episodes of the three of you. However, my favorite was the Made a Grown Man Weep episode, (laughs) number 149. I felt Brian let his guard down in this episode and showing his human side. I think before that podcast, I heard and heard a softer side of you. That's a thing. That's a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think in this day. Hold on, Jake. In this day. In this day and age of social media, I think that if you show a softer side, people think it's weakness. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, yeah. And they they take advantage, right? Mm -hmm. And if you show weakness, then they fucking they jump on you. So I gotta come on here and I gotta kind of act like a hard ass all the time, right? I gotta let people know who's in charge. Oh, oh this is why. <laughs> no, I just like it. <laughs> I was gonna say this. This speech has a lot, a lot in common with that Reddit post. <laughs> Dominance, I'd prefer that to being mounted. Oh, man. You know, it's part of it. It's part. You don't want to show weakness on these things. People, like, they, they no, hold on, Jake. Yeah. They, <laughs> you told me to hold on. <laughs> I know. I know. Hold on. Hey. Hold on. Oh, hold on, Frank. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, if people, if people, if they smell blood in the water, they're going to pounce. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Yes. I can't let my guard down. Can't let my guard down. I can't be a pussy. Yeah, keep your dukes up. I gotta keep my dukes up. I gotta keep my guard up. People think I'm a pussy. <laughs> then they're gonna they're gonna smell blood in the water. They're gonna come at me. Yeah. No, there's no blood in the water here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, you come at me and you say anything shitty. That's a fucking thing. That's a fuck. That's a thing. Like, and I've had people do this. Like, people try to come at me like jokingly. Like, I've never heard from them before, mm-hmm. and they say something shitty. And yeah. like they listen to the podcast, we say they, they, they we say shitty stuff to each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I know where Jake's coming from when he says something shitty to me. I know he says it like a joke. Frank, when you say something shitty to me, you say it like a joke. Vice versa. You guys know I'm joking, mm-hmm. but like I haven't heard of like Johnny What's It's Fucks. Johnny, Johnny What's It's Fucks. Johnny What's It's Fucks sends me an email or a te- or like a Facebook message or whatever, and Johnny What's It's Fucks is like, hey, yeah, you guys, uh, uh, fuck you and your fucking show, and ha uh, ha, like uh, trying to joke around like we do. Yeah, I don't get it. 
Because I never right. talked. Johnny, what's I know you've been listening for like I don't even know like a year, few months. Yeah, and you're yeah. trying to fit in, and you're being a dick. <laughs> Fuck you. Right. No shit. Fuck you, Johnny. What's his fuck? Because we might be playful to each other, but you come at us anywhere yeah. else, you don't get laid out. Oh like my a god! Bitch. I, you gotta <laughs> build yourself up to dick status, right? Yeah, yeah you gotta build yourself up to dick status. Exactly. Ain't that the truth? That sounds like a fucking like. Remember SWV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember that group? Yes, Sisters with Voices. Sisters with Voices. Like that's a song that that we sing. You gotta build yourself up <laughs> to dick status. Is what. Never gonna build. Never gonna build it. Never gonna build it. Never gonna build it. Never gonna build it. That's a song that they would sing, Jake. They really ripped off In Vogue with that they one. Told, yeah, they oh, that was In Vogue. Thank you. <laughs> I love I love Eddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. I know Freddie Mercury. Yeah, Eddie yeah. Mercury. No, but um, I yeah, like, I, I wouldn't put it past him to rip off In Vogue. It could, I wouldn't either. Been there. I wouldn't either. But like, that's the thing. Like, I've had to ban two people <laughs> from PCL from the Pop Culture Leftovers page within like the last month. I haven't banned anybody really? from the pit. Yes, I've gotten a couple shitty messages really? from people that think like they're playing, like they're being playful and shit. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I'm not putting up with that shit. Right. Yeah, walk on eggshells, motherfuckers. That's, uh, I'm not, it's, <laughs> it's not, the, no, this is not that fucking podcast. <laughs> like, I'm not that fucking podcast, like, where if you come at me and you fucking say something shitty, like, I'm gonna come back and be like, oh, okay. I'm tr- no, I want you to try to explain yourself, and I'm going to be all cute about it. Like, oh, <laughs> right. I get it. I get it. You're trying – you know what I mean? Like, you said something shitty to me, and I'm going to come back and be like, no, could you explain yourself and, like, try to be all cute about it? Like, oh, you're f- you think you're fucking funny? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just – you know, I honestly, I got a fucking shitty message. Yes uh, – hold on. Was it yesterday morning when I woke up? I got a shitty message from somebody yesterday. I think it was yesterday morning when I woke up. And it was on Facebook, and they and I got a shitty message. They talked about how much they loved the show, and they talked they 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 were they're trying to be cute, and they were trying to talk about Sweetwater Saloon, mm-hmm. and they don't get that Sweetwater Saloon is a recap show, right? Like they they understand like they understand PCL, mm-hmm. they understand PCL and like how we bust each other's balls and shit. Yeah, they don't understand that Sweetwater Saloon is a recap show. Where I talk about Westworld, they, they're, they're, and there's some people that don't get this, and I want to explain this to you people. I do, I do Sweetwater Saloon. It's a recap show of Westworld, mm-hmm. and me and Ashley we break down the episodes, and I don't fucking I don't go off on Ashley, and I, I want people to understand that, and the reason is because it's like we're 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 breaking down an episode, and we're we're recapping a show. In which I don't know if I'm right with my theories. Right. And I don't know if she's right with her theories. Right. And some of our uh, our theories line up. But for me to just disagree with her and be like, well, fuck you, you stupid fucking asshole. It doesn't make sense. No. Like this show, like Frank, I've known you for a long time. Jake, I've known you for a few years now. Yeah, yeah. And we can bust each other's balls and have a good time. Yeah. But when people listen to a recap show, they don't want to hear somebody fucking yelling and screaming. Right. No, yeah, this show isn't a recap show. It's its, it's no. own personality. It's, it's a yeah. completely different This thing. is like its own social beast. This is like my own thing. This is your own thing. It's mm. Frank's own thing. We can get on here and we can do what we need to do. So like this person listened to Sweetwater Saloon and they were just like, oh, this isn't pop culture leftovers. Brian isn't, Brian isn't being Brian. 
and I don't understand. I don't know these new people that are listening, and was trying to be a dick about it and, and talking some shit, and uh, I don't know what he was expecting me to respond with. Mm-hmm. I responded with, uh, "Dude, fuck you! <laughs> You're a fucking cunt." I was gonna say five bucks says it wasn't what he was wanting. No, it's not <laughs> what he was wanting. I, I said, "Dude, fuck you!" I said, "You're a fucking cunt." He said he's been listening for a couple years. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I've ever heard of this guy. Yeah. And this is what he tells me. Right. You know? And he, he tries to blame it like he's drunk and he's tacked. Oh, I shouldn't write when I'm drunk. And he thinks it's all fucking cute and shit. Was that after that you responded? Uh, the fr- there was three messages that he sent me. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he said, you know, Brian, you're bringing you're, – you're knowledgeable. But then, like, he started talking shit about the other people that I had on the podcast. Now, now I'm getting a little pissed off. Yeah, you don't do that. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then he's, and then he comes back and trash talks a little bit more. And then he comes back with a third message and tra- tra- uh, trash talks more. It's like I don't, dude. I don't even care. I don't even care how long you've been listening. Mm-hmm. Like, hold on, you're gonna poke the bear, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna fucking poke the bear, right? And then now? you don't even double but triple down. This is not no that like this is not like this is not a podcast where if you fucking if you if you talk shit. Like I, I don't know what like you're thinking. Like how long how long have you been listening? Mm-hmm. Like do you not get me yet? Right. Yeah. Do you think that I'm gonna come back at you and try to appease you? <laughs> I called this guy a fucking cunt and banned him from the page. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah, that, that's wild. That is wild. I have to read this guy's messages. I'll, I'll, no, I deleted them. Uh, I'll, I'll, I, I screenshot them. Uh, I'll, I'll right. send them to you. Yeah, I'll send them to you. That's wild. But it's like, I, who, who the fuck? You think you're cute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, hold on. Like, I don't know. Like, I get it. I get. Like, some people get it. I don't, fuck. I don't know. I'm done. You I'm got, done. I'm done. You kind of got to make yourself you know. known. I mean, there's so many people that listen to this. You yeah. can't feel who's actually just being a troll. And who's just trying to partake in like a little isn't ball bus? Isn't it? Yeah. It's easy to it's, figure out though. Yeah. Yeah, it, it depends. It's easy. So, it depends. Some people get our humor and some people are tr- kind of get our humor but are trying to like interlace our humor with their actual shitty criticism. Well, I can't yeah. do Sweetwater Saloon like I do this show. I'm trying to recap a Westworld episode. Right. It's focused. I can't get on there and like I like this person was saying like uh you need to ditch the other people that are on the show and have Frank and Jake on. No. No. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. No. That's uh-huh. a, that's not the point of Sweetwater Saloon. Right. It's a completely different animal. Yeah. Like we're trying to we're trying to break we're trying to break down the episodes and still talk about that and still have fun. I'm not, it, the, the 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 point of Sweetwater Saloon is not for me to get on there and be like uh, fucking yelling at people and shit. Talking about that's somebody what, having people chained up in their basement. Yeah, yeah that that's yeah. way off the rails for and, a focus. And I know you brought it up, but I'm sure there's still some good natured like busting each other's balls sure, about there is. stuff. There is. It's just not Darth Brian off the rails. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I, I still want people to. I want people. I want to. I want to like try to like uh, you know. Break down Westworld, the show. Right. I don't want it to turn into like this sideshow of like, oh, here Brian has to Brian has to flip out about you know whatever. Yes, yeah, so right. Saloon has a mission statement basically, right? right. And it's trying to accomplish that. Yeah. Yes, it's yes. it's incredibly focused, and I mean, this is a separate beast. Number one, I'm telling you, like, uh, hold on, I'm going to warn everybody that if you reach out to the show 
and uh, you tell us that like you're a big fan and you try to bust our balls and you try to do it in a fun way, that's that's fine. But if you reach out to the show and you're critical of like if you're critical of certain things and you think you're being funny about it, I don't know. I don't know how to say this. Some people just some people just aren't funny. Yeah, the problem like, is is no matter how many disclaimers you give or we give, it doesn't. Yeah, the, the type right. of person, the type personality type that does that thing isn't learning. From right, what we're saying. Yeah, that's true. Either you're either you're funny and you get it, <laughs> or you're not, and and you're awkward and you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, and you sent me a message like I fucking read the other day from this fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I woke up to that shit and I had to fucking read it. And he thought he was being all fucking cute and all fucking funny and shit. And I, I just I, – I called him a fucking cut and I banned him. Yeah. <laughs> like what? that's the real world. <laughs> Welcome to the real world, asshole. <laughs> like I'm – you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like, like am I supposed to suck this guy's dick and be no. like, oh, what can I do to change? What can I do to make it better? No, we're not that, under that's any the last thing you to anybody. Do. We've right. got no fucking no. real – I splashed some cold water on this fucking guy's face. I called him a cunt and then I banned him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, welcome. This is an inviting show. <laughs> <laughs> it pissed me off. It, yeah, I can it, tell. It pissed me off. It pissed me off. It really fucking pissed me off. Yeah, fuck them. So, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Tim sends us an email. <laughs> uh, did I read his email? What's the... Oh, he's uh, blah, 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 blah. oh yeah. He says, uh, "Jesus Christ, I went off on a fucking rant there." <laughs> uh, he says uh, he's talking about uh, yeah. I think in that I I I heard a softer side of you. You didn't hear it now. <laughs> he says, oh, wow, I forgot. Yeah, he's nope. talk- yeah. You forgot about my softer side. <laughs> I says, forgot about this email. Uh, he, says, Sears, he says, in it, you spoke about the heartbreak and some rant about weddings and how you felt numb to the idea. I thought I was hearing myself talking as I echo your opinion on the subject. Yeah, dude. Fucking oh, more, more fun topics. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about this. Oh, God. Romance is dead. <laughs> like, romance is dead inside me. It's dead. <laughs> it's that softer side he was talking about. Yeah, you want to talk about? Yeah, you want to talk about the softer side of me? Romance is dead. There's no romance. We haven't heard any dating disasters lately. Oh, you're not going to hear any dating disasters because I'm not going on any fucking dates. <laughs> fucking done with that fucking <laughs> shit. Jesus Christ, <laughs> women are. Oh God, women are a fucking nightmare. They're a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> Women are a fuck. Oh yeah, you just haven't met the right. But fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> fuck you and the right woman. <laughs> Ideally, yes. <laughs> That's a, you got a threesome there. <laughs> fuck you and the right woman. Yeah. All at the same time. I got really lucky. I, I don't mean to be like on the like bright side of life and shit, but yeah. life sucked when it sucked, yeah. and then when it didn't, it didn't. And there really is somebody out there for everybody. Oh shit. <laughs> Well, Frank, every word out of your mouth was like the worst word that could have came yeah. out of your I'm mouth. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Let's tell Brian more about how happy your life is. That'll cheer him up. Yeah, was, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I was going for. 
Tell them more about how you did well in that in that aspect. Yeah, tell me. I had my failures. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me more. Tell me more about how you're gonna go back to a warm bed tonight, (laughs) and I'm gonna fucking go back to a fucking cold bed. (laughs) The more I try to make it better, the worse it is. With my three cats. (laughs) Why is your bed cold? This is the bigger problem here. Huh? Why is your bed cold? It's, Jake, it's, it's not, not really a body, cold bed. But no body Jesus work. Christ. Yeah. I got you. It makes him feel that much better that he had to explain it to you. <laughs> Why is your bed cold? Because there's no vagina in my bed, you son of a fuck. That's why my bed's cold. Because I got a hard on and nothing to put my dick in, you fucking asshole. I'll give you your wool socks back from a couple episodes ago. Do you feel better now, Jake? Yes. Do you feel good now? I do. Huh? I do. My fucking erect dick. My All cold. Alone. My fucking erect dick just dry. Point, just pointing out into the fucking galaxy. <laughs> nothing. Nothing hanging out around my dick. <laughs> <laughs> this one's Andromeda. <laughs> oh shit! It make you feel good, Jake. I gotta explain it. <laughs> this is the Big Dipper. I got it. I got it. The constellation too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> My dick just. <laughs> Just hanging out, my heart erect cock. Nothing, nothing keep it warm at night. I got no fucking ah, Jesus. Anyway, what's he going to say? Jesus, Tim, don't ever email again. Oh my god. Uh, what's he talking about here? He says, uh, yeah, worryingly, I agree with Frank a lot recently regarding Kylo Ren and Doctor Strange. Oh, no. I'd taste the movie, but didn't do much for me. With the exception of Iron Man 1 and Guardians of the Galaxy, all Marvel films tend to be a taste or a low taste for me. Um, on the subject of Star Wars, the last episode you spoke about Boba Fett movie. I was hoping you would discuss the character, which character you would like to see explored other than Han Solo. I watched uh, a Ewan McGregor interview recently where he said he would definitely be interested in a post-Episode 3 movie bridging the 20 years between Episode 4 with Obi-Wan. He hinted that there have been talks, and I, for one, would love this movie to be made. I felt he did justice in the prequels to Alec Guinness. My favorite scene in Revenge of the Sis was uh, you and uh, after slicing up Anakin and showing pure emotion after uh, he felt he failed him. Admittedly, the prequels are turds overall. Um, so his question is like, uh, what other characters would you like to see explored other than Han Solo? Hmm. Uncar plot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> More Uncar. Yeah, I'm ready. Uncar plot easily my favorite supporting yeah. character in Force yeah. Awakens. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I, I want to know more about him and his I family. Want, yeah, I definitely want more portions. <laughs> yeah, more. <laughs> Give me more carpet portions. That's what they should name the movie. Yeah, more portions. <laughs> yes. A Star Wars story. More portions. <laughs> more portions. That's what they call it. The more portions. <laughs> God, we said it like five times. Oh, God. God. <laughs> Trying not to piss my pants. Are you, you got to urinate? Yeah. Get out of here. Okay. Go pee. Me and Jake will finish this. Go pee. I'm not going to go far. I'll just piss in the bucket. 
You're going to piss in a bucket? I don't want to hear you pee. Oh, my God. This just happened on our podcast. Hey, guys, you remember episode 166 where Frank pissed in a bucket? Yeah, we saw the softer side of Brian. And Frank pissed in a yeah. bucket. It's going to happen right now. I don't know. Did they really see a softer side of me? No, I was just trying to fucking have two different... Frank's seriously going to piss in a bucket. Yeah. This is happening. Yeah, you don't have to, Frank. Should we be quiet so we can get it on tape? Dude, uh, yeah, let's be real quiet. I can't hear it yet. Stage fright. Yeah. Is that is that bucket pissing? I think I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I totally hear it. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> he made him laugh. He just pissed all over himself. <laughs> Nicely done. Oh my god, this is a real thing. Nicely done. Frank is off. Hold on, guys. This is a first. Somebody left. <laughs> Seriously left and pissed in a bucket. <laughs> do, it, do what I gotta do. Oh man. Oh, Alright. This episode. Yeah, I didn't have to walk upstairs. Is officially the worst episode this ever. Is, this is bad. <laughs> the on air bucket piss. I hate this fucking episode. <laughs> this, this, wow. I feel a lot better. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. He goes on to say, Brian, check out Ryan Swansburg's series called Easy on Netflix. Some short stories about everyday life in the same town. I think you'll like it. Don't remember any of you mentioning it here before. Never even heard of it, dude. Uh, apologies for the long email. I had been wanting to email for a while. I did sign up as a Patreon last month, so hopefully you won't hate me so much. Uh, great work to PCL crew on here. And to Brian and Ashley on Sweetwater Saloon. Uh, if you ever find yourselves over in England, let me take you all out for a few drinks. You can even crash at mine. Best regards. Comes from Tim from London. Thank you, Tim from London. Yeah, nice. Holy nice. shit, we got some guy, some dude listening in London. Yeah, listening to some dude pissing a bucket. <laughs> yeah, <away from> <laughs> holy God. shit. Tim, Tim, seriously. Aren't you glad Long you pay money a month bucket. for this? No, guys, like <laughs> that, this is real. Like oh, you, yeah. this is not a, like this is real. Like, I had to go. This is not a joke. <laughs> not Frank, a drill. long walk to the like, bathroom. We guys, we are in Frank's bathroom. <laughs> no, Frank, Frank's bathroom. We're in Frank's basement. Technically, uh, one in the same now. <laughs> pretty much. I will be taking a shower when I get home. Frank, Frank, Frank could have been a human being. <laughs> that wouldn't be me. Frank could have been a functional human being and walked upstairs and went to his restroom. But no, Frank. Frank made a beeline had to go to man. a to a bucket <laughs> that I'm assuming is specifically set up just in case an emergency. Holy shit! Like this is that run. like your piss bucket? I got to do a raid. I don't want to run upstairs. Oh my god! This is a thing. Frank has it a, all the time. Frank has a designated <laughs> piss bucket in his basement. I don't have a basement. I think a bathroom that, setup. That's what here. makes you an ultimate gamer. That's like yeah. that's like the step. Yeah. Even if you're not piss or if shit, you don't in have a, bucket, a piss bucket. You're, you're not, not playing games. You're not an ultimate gamer. Right. Right. You're not at the level. If you don't have a piss bucket, you're not playing games. No. Nope. Yeah. Get in the game. And then piss in the bucket. And you hear Frank whizzing. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it on the market. Frank Hammer brand piss buckets. Uh, Clayton. Gillespie sends us an email. He says, hey, Leftovers, thanks 
Thanks for the advice on comic books. Wasn't sure if any uh, if any one of you guys saw the movie Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, Tupperware, in my opinion. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge is the new Andrew Garfield movie directed by Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. I am refusing to watch the movie. Really. Yay, I'm in the same camp. <laughs> fuck you, Mel Gibson. Fuck you, Mel Gibson. <laughs> so, for Go those fucking who- suck a dick, you non-Holocaust believing motherfucker. Thank you. For all you, people, for all you people that love the movie and watch the movie, more power to you. That's fine. I am not going to support Mel Gibson. Uh, and his directorial movies. Yeah, me so neither. That I'm is just out. me. I'm not trying to be. And I, t- I told uh, our listener Yaden Sturdivant. I told him, like, dude, he saw the movie, he loved it. And I told him, I said, I'm not trying to be like a fucking asshole on a soapbox and say I'm better than you because I, I'm not going to watch this movie. It's just because that I'm not going to support this asshole. Yeah, I'm with you, hundred percent. So fuck, I'm, I'm not going to fucking put. I'm not going to line some anti semites fucking uh, wallet. Full of fucking cash. Yeah. So hey, fuck hey, you. Hey. Like I don't. I, like my parents saw the movie. My parents said they love the movie. My mom and my dad are like, you need to go see this movie. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll see. Maybe I'll see. <laughs> Knowing deep down that I'm not gonna go watch this fucking movie. Yeah. Fuck it. So I'm not gonna. You know. And as much as I love like some of his other shit, like I loved Apocalypto. Thought it was a great fucking movie. Yeah, I was already. I I didn't watch it either. See, that was the thing. Like, I watched Apocalypto before I knew it was his movie. Oh, okay. So, like, I, I bet you felt real dirty. Uh, yeah, yeah. I loved Apocalypto, and then I found out like it was him, and I was just like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, Apo- I, I had I, there was no connection. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get on a soapbox right now. But yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm not, and I'm not going to condemn people if they go fucking see it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, what well, you do with your money is your business. Exactly. Whatever right. you want, uh, you do whatever you want to. I'm not going to try. If you tell me that Hacksaw Ridge is a great movie, I, I, I'm assuming that it is a great movie, and I'm not knocking Andrew Garfield, and I'm not knocking his talent as a director. But I don't want to line his fucking pockets with money. I agree. I don't want to give him a fucking cent. So, and I'm not. You know, I mean, everybody do what you want to fucking do. Do what you want to do. Watch what you want to watch. I'm not going to condemn you. Yeah. I'm not going to look down on you. So watch it. If you want to watch it, watch it. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's just my decision. Yeah. I'm not going to judge anybody. Sure. And it's not like you came out of your way to be like, hey, don't go see this movie no. because of this reason. No. Somebody asked you and that's your response and you're entitled to that. No. Uh, I'm just letting people know why I'm not going to watch the movie. Yeah. that's And you know what? You people don't, expecting one of us but to you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to follow my lead. Right, and you don't have to feel like if you tell me that you watched the movie, don't feel bad about that you liked it. Yeah, if you liked the movie, there's other people that liked it. It got pretty decent scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not trying to condemn anybody. I told Yaden, I said, I told him, I said, no, I'm not going to watch that movie because it's fucking directed by an anti semite. (laughs) And then I felt bad for saying that because I didn't want him to think that like. Well, now you should feel bad for going to see that movie. Yeah, yeah. And I told Yaden, he's one of our listeners, I said, dude, listen. I said, I'm not trying to be a dick on a soapbox, but that's the reason I didn't watch the movie. And he said, I totally understand. And he even told me that his buddy paid for him to go see the movie. That's that's hilarious. (laughs) So it's uh, one of those things. No, I haven't seen the movie. I probably will not watch the movie. Yeah, same here. uh, He says, Tupperware, in my opinion. Also, a quick question. uh, Star Wars Rebels. Uh, this was the episode they went to find. Oh, I'm not going to read this. I haven't watched the last. Hey, dude, 
Clayton. I haven't watched the last two episodes. Yes, neither have I. So I can't finish this, Clayton. I'll get back to you. I'll, uh, me and Frank will talk about the last two episodes once we've seen them. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen them yet. So, Clayton, i gotta got to cut off your email here. So I'm just going to cut off your email with you. Uh, supporting an anti-Semite. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa! I just said it. Oh my god, uncomfortable. Fuck oh, come off. On. Fuck off, Clay- Clayton. I'm just fucking with you, man. I love you. You're awesome. You're a good dude. Um, but uh, what? <laughs> I'm just laughing. This is funny. funny. I know. I know. Yeah, whatever. No, no. I, I, I don't think about that about our listeners. Yeah. If they saw this movie, whatever. More power to you. I don't give a shit. Yep. Watch whatever you want to. Go out there. Watch a porn. Bang one out. <laughs> who, who fucking knows, too? I'm sure we're seeing all kinds of fucking movies and TV shows directed yeah. by fucking despicable fucking people. That's oh, true. Yeah. That we just yeah, don't even true. fucking know That's of That's true. That's absolutely true. So it's yeah. like, you know. You don't know what these people are doing. Right. You don't know what these people are doing in their personal life. Bunch of sickos. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Rod Clairbout, he says, uh, he sends us an email. Hey, Leftovers and Frank. I was uh, I was listening to the episode where you revealed to Jake the donations that the Army sent when his stuff was stolen, and it made me want to send this email. I, I want to start by saying thank you. I know you all put in a lot of uh, time to make this podcast happen, especially you, Brian. Uh, over the last yeah, – I love how they put that in there. Yeah, especially you know they're just trying to make me. He's just trying to appease me, right? Yeah, no, do that's re- true. Do you really like it, or are you being sincere? Huh? Are, do you really like it, or are you being sincere? <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking evil laugh. Now, I, hold on. From Rod, I like it. Yeah, it it, it felt genuine. It felt genuine from Rod. Some people. Yeah, I think they just try to do it to defuse me. <laughs> the rod feels genuine. No, <laughs> uh, Frank. Uh, Shut up! It was funny. Uh, perverted joke. Yeah. Uh, no, I think from rod, it's genuine. For some people, it might just be a way to defuse me. Yeah, placate. Yeah, I placate me. Yeah, Brian, I'm going to throw you a bone so you don't flip out. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's a butt in there somewhere then. Like, well, hold on. If Pop Culture Leftovers was an RPG game, a role-playing game, uh-huh. it'd be like uh, you'd be looking through your toolbox and like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, here, here's some uh, honey for Brian to keep him happy. <laughs> you know? So, and that'll get you to the next level. Anyway, <laughs> he says, uh, over the last few years, most of my friends have moved two-plus hours away, so... With work and training for my upcoming shows, he's a bodybuilder. Mm. He says, I don't have much of a social life these days. I've got more and more interested. I, I've gotten more and more interested in comics because of the success of the movies, and it was Civil War that made me look for podcasts to listen to. Pop Culture Leftovers was the first podcast I ever listened to, and I'm, rea- wow. and I'm realizing just how lucky I am that I picked this one. <laughs> Until this episode, yeah, this is crap. Where, where's your review of my piss in the bucket, buddy? This is my least favorite episode, guys. I'm gonna throw that. No, yes. it can't be really. It is. It is. It's Damn. my least favorite. That's a shame. It's my least favorite. I like it. I hate it. He says this podcast community is seriously one of a kind. I never thought listening to a podcast would bring me into such an amazing community of people. You guys are there for your listeners. And show you truly care. That means a lot to all of us. The fact that listeners are willing to donate and help not just the leftovers, but other army members as well in time of need 
makes me realize this is something very special. I'm very thankful to feel a part of something this wonderful. I look forward to, I look forward to listening every week and connecting with the Leftover Army via Facebook. It really helps me, my spirit, uh, really helps keep my spirit up during times knowing I have you guys and the Leftover Army to talk to. Sorry for sending such a long email, but I just wanted to let everyone know how much this podcast and community means to me. Thank you, everyone. Best wishes from Rob Clairbaugh. Yeah, that was cool. nice. Nice, little, little saccharine sweet, but nice. <laughs> wow. Wow. This guy's like pouring his soul out. Jake wants you to be more bitter in life. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Well, could, no, hold on, Jake. You, no, since you, you're critiquing. Yeah. What could he have done better? What could he have done better? I don't know. He just lays it on so thick. Uh, so, so okay. So, hold on. Like, uh, this is like, uh, this is molasses and you wanted, what did you want? Yeah, more you like want, corn yeah, syrup. Corn syrup? Yeah. Yeah. He wants them to be more bitter. I didn't say, I don't, corn syrup you don't isn't want it to be bitter though. don't sweet though. Rod, I think that what you wrote down took a lot of courage to write. Unlike Jake. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, I'm not, no. Like, I don't think, I, I, no, honestly, like, this guy, this guy, um, I mean, he, he needs us. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. Yeah, yeah. And a little too saccharine, though. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Listen to you, like no, like you're like you're, you're like that asshole professor. You're handing him back, you're giving him a fucking B minus and shit. <laughs> yeah, a minus. What the fuck? What the fuck? Was that? <laughs> God damn it! It was, it was too sweet. It came from the fucking heart, and you're yeah. grading him. <laughs> there should be no judgment. There should be a no judgment zone for Rod. <laughs> All right, I'll make I, it a safe zone. Again. Like, I, no, hold on. Like for like some listeners, I'm gonna give him judgment. Mm. Not for Rod. Rod, like, Rod put it all out in the line right now. <laughs> all right. Go, you, Rod. You, on the other hand, oh, I'm Jake. I'm trying to be a hard-ass right now. No, fuck that, man. That's me. <laughs> you know? All right. Jesus. <laughs> Drop the illusion for a second, Jake. <laughs> he says, P.S. Uh, I can't wait to find out who Frank awards the tuppy for this year's Young Murph. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a Young Murph Awards? <laughs> we do. Uh, the honorary young Murph award. Yeah, last email, and then we're gonna wrap this bitch up because I want to get home and I got a piss too. And there's a bucket over there. <laughs> uh, it's titled "Go Fuck Yourselves." No, it's from oh. Steve Miller. Ah, hold on, he says, "What's up, fuckers?" <laughs> My name is Steve Miller. I'm a film photography student from Milwaukee. Just writing into you guys to say I love this show. I found out about Pop Culture Leftovers two months ago or so, and haven't stopped listening since. The show has given me uh, has given my has given me a chance to really connect with my opinions about movies as well as letting me know that I'm not the only one who is an asshole to his friends when they disagree with me about my opinion. <laughs> so thank you for that, Brian. <laughs> Brian, I agree with you a lot, but not 100% of the time. But that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> you recently talked about Hell or High Water, Absolute Tupperware. But I wanted to know if you saw Sicario last year. Yeah, but I'm going to stop right there. Listen here, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> Brandon McKillian can tell you whether or not he watched Sicario. <laughs> Hold on. No. Steve, listen. 
Uh, of course, I lo- I watched Sicario. I saw that shit in the theater, and I own it on fucking Blu-ray. I fucking love Sicario, and we have an award ceremony. Nah, ceremony. <laughs> we have an award show that we do uh, the first week in January mm-hmm. after every year. It's called the Tupperwares. We hand out tuppies for the best movies and TV shows and animated shows and actors and actresses and all that other shit. Sicario was on one of my. It was one of the top movies for me last year. Mm. I love Sicario, so it made my list last year. Um, so yeah, I love Sicario. He said the movies share the same writer, Taylor Sheridan, and in my opinion, Sicario was better. Of course, yeah, it was better. Absolutely, it's better than Hell or High Water. Both great movies. Uh, while Hell or High Water was uh, really fucking good, uh, it didn't have me on the edge of my seat until the third act. Jeff Bridges and Ben Foster, who is one of my favorite actors since I saw him in Thomas Jane's Punisher film, uh, were perfect were perfect in their roles. Sicario just hit all the right keys for me in terms of story, acting, score, and especially cinematography. Yeah, Roger Deakins did the cinematography in that fucking film. Mm. He's fucking amazing. Uh, Denny Villeneuve was the director in that movie. He was amazing. And they're both going to reteam to do Blade Runner 2. Hmm. Holy yeah. fucking shit. It's yeah. gonna be, That's going to look amazing. It's going to look... Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think the movie could be amazing. Mm. Harrison Ford coming back, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. You know, Denny Villeneuve, Roger Deakins. I mean... I could see Ford and Gosling having good chemistry. This could be a great movie. It really could. It's a lot more promising than if you told me, you know, that... I don't know. Like, it seems like they've got a lot of great talent involved. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, think it's a cash cow by any means. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, it was one of those movies that had me on the edge of my seat, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jake, I just wanted to say that I usually end up disagreeing with you the most. Okay. Uh, from the lighting in The Walking Dead to product placement in Man of Steel, I just never seem to agree with you. Go bang a dead, go bang a dead chick. Mm, He's got the wrong guy. That's, that's Jay. <laughs> Mixed you up with Jay. Yeah, that's Jay. Yeah. You'll have that. But he put a he put a heart, like a heart, like mm. one of those heart emojis after that, kind of like saying that lovingly. Mm. So does he really love Jay or does he love Jake? <laughs> no, he's saying, go bang a dead chick, Jake, but I love you. Mm. All right. Cool. I love you. Go fuck a corpse. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I mean, I get it. I yeah. put my opinion out there. I don't demand anyone fucking agree with dude, me. Dude, 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 dude. For as many people, like, okay, like one person doesn't like you. Yeah. Ten people hate me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're you're so crazy. You're delusional. You know. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no. That's the truth. Uh, you're delusional. No, Jake. Jo- Jake is people, like people love you too. No, there's a fan club. There's a fucking fan club for Jake. Like seriously, like there's a like Jake has like a fucking newsletter. People, like, there's a fucking like I love Jake blog. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the video blog's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every oh my god, people fucking hate me. Like for every fucking like like uh, one person that hates Jake, there's ten people that hate me. Garen fucking T, <laughs> and I hate them just as much. <laughs> he says, Frank, I don't, I don't even know where to begin with you. Nobody does. To the show, you're like a dingleberry that just can't get rid that that you just can't get rid of. Suicide Squad was terrible. While Batman v Superman wasn't great, it was still better than that steaming pile of shit. Love you, Frank. Don't ever change. 
<laughs> you can put them a dingleberry. <laughs> You're a dingleberry that you just can't get rid of. Like, like, no, seriously. Have you ever had a problem with like, like a dingleberry that you can't get rid of? No, I, I, can't, I can't ever remember one that I liked. In fact, though, well, I can't, I, I can't relate to the analogy though. Like, no. they're not hard that that hard to get rid of. No, you just wipe your ass a bit. Yeah, I've, I've never had that issue. <laughs> right. If I have, I've repressed that memory. Does this dude like have the hairiest ass ever or something? Yeah. Is this a problem for him? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Possibly. Like, yeah. I agree with his opinion there that Batman v Superman is better than Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know, I, I agree with that too. Yeah. It's yeah. better. Suicide Squad is pretty bad. Yeah, the worst. It was pretty bad. I wouldn't say it's my worst movie of the year. Mm hmm. Jason, I'm not sure uh, if I just smoke entirely too much weed, but I don't really have much for you. You definitely need to be on the show more. Uh, then this guy must have like he's only been listening for a couple months, but like now he's bringing up domesticated Dave, mm. Ugh. which <laughs> <laughs> how do you really feel, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been on the show in a year. Awesome. Um, he says domesticated Dave, go fuck yourself. No, I'm just kidding. Hope everything is going well with your son. When I first started li- uh, hearing you on the show, I really hated you. But as I've listened to you more and more, well, I'm not going to stroke your shit too much. So just go fuck yourself. Oh, please, yes. Um. <laughs> oh, God. As I close this email, I just want to thank you all for the nonsensical <laughs> crap. Just helps me get through my day. It's already helped me keep me from slipping back into depression. As it's something I've struggled with my whole life. Keep doing what you guys do best. Suck my whole cock, Steve. Hey, Steve, a little bit of advice. <laughs> don't, hey, if you struggle with depression, like I do, don't do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it does not help. <laughs> I'll tell you that much, dude. I've been diagnosed with depression, dude. <laughs> doing this podcast like you think it would help. Does not. No. I am like, I torture myself weekly doing this. It's a torture. <laughs> you think I'm lying. <laughs> Brian, you're being funny. No. It's fucking torture. That's why I'm not on social media. Because <laughs> people are fucking cruel. People's opinions generally suck. People are cruel. People are cruel. It's truth. I'm sorry to get deep. Yeah, it is true. Sorry to get deep. That's why I'm not on Facebook. That's why I don't accept your Facebook request. <laughs> That's why I'm not av- not readily available for you on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, they but, find they find their ways to get a hold of you and piss you off. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> I'll send you an email. I'll tell you that, Steve. I'm glad you're battling depression, man. It's a fucking it's it's a fucking bitch, man. It fucking sucks, dude. And it hits you out of nowhere. There's days it's fucked up, man. There's days like you you're, you're feeling fine. You wake up the next day, and it just hits you. You know something that helped me with that just a little bit. Um, I always got consumed by ne- by my depression. Yeah, especially after my mom died. Mm-hmm. And then there was a video I watched once that kind of broke it down into real simple terms of like depression. You kind of got to look at them like clouds. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they come, and sometimes they go. And as long as you can remember that when you are feeling down, that there are better times ahead and you will feel better again, it helps. You want to you know, you know, you know what depression is for me, Frank? What's that? 
And like I haven't like like I've never lost like anybody like in my life like except for my uncle that was like the hardest thing for me when I lost my uncle mm-hmm. I love my uncle depression for me and let me let me break this I'm being real depression for me is like when you when when the smallest thing happens and it fucking ruins you for the day mm-hmm. yeah your shoelace becoming untied and you trip mm-hmm. over yeah and then you just like fuck it all mm-hmm. Just from like your shoelace becoming untied, shit can cascade. Yeah, anything. Just like any, like like you've you've had your last straw. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. all just fucking adds up, right? And like the smallest thing can just set you off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's 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 what like depression has been for me. Sometimes it's like the smallest little thing can set you off mm. and just like send you spiraling. And I'm not talking about like flipping out and being angry. Yeah, but just like. Just the smallest little thing. Yeah. When your head gets all wrapped up into it and you're mm-hmm. consumed by it, you can't see anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. But I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that people listen to the show and it cheers them up. Uh, because I am still living in a in a hell. So I'm glad. That- <laughs> no, no, I'm glad that you get to listen to this and escape, as I still live in a living hell. Yeah, at least you're helping someone. At least I'm helping you. Yeah. While I still live in this hell that I call me and my life. So enjoy that. So while you're sitting here and you're listening to Pop Culture Leftovers and having a great time and enjoying yourself and giggling and shit. Oh, my God. These guys are crazy and they're saying some funny shit. Oh, my God. Now they're talking about, now they're talking about Marvel movies in D.C. Yeah. I'm just picturing them being Queenie from fucking Fantastic Beasts right now. Oh, are you, Frank? Because I'm picturing myself fucking blowing my goddamn brains out. That's what I'm picturing, Frank. Oh, no. That's hilarious, isn't it? All right. No, not now. Christ! That was a fun turn you put on Frank. (laughs) I just wanted to make Frank feel like shit there for a second. Yeah, if if I had shame, it would have worked. Ah, yeah. I wanted to take this real dark this episode. That's why we're there. We're there. there. That's it. End it. End it. Stop it. No, I'm gonna go piss in that bucket. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Later, y'all. See ya. Just like all good leftovers, whatever. This will piss in a bucket. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. By the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it toss it, good it taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover. Counterculture pushovers. Pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Original and good.
that we should Separate the wheat from the shaft And we're the shaft, the crap Even though we're the shit Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap Good and toss it, good and taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's face it Can't erase it, let's embrace it Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carry over, counterculture pushovers Pop culture leftovers And we're the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carryover, counterculture, pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers.